Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Sup, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. Welcome to this rather special episode. Bumper edition. Bump, bumper, probably very bumper, a very bumper edition. That is so bumper. I'm just gonna put my phone on silent. <laughs> That's always. Oh, it was already on silent. Damn it. Go you. I doubted my professionalism for a second there. Um, yeah, episode two, freaking hundred. We made it. Do you remember when we hit one hundred and we thought that was kind of a big deal? We did. We were walking around with a good old strut. That's it. I always walk around with a strut, you know. True that. We just get comfortable because you trap me behind this <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. So. Uh, episode 200 which means we've hit now the four-year mark pretty much i know you actually on your linkedin this morning it said congratulate wayne on four years at powerful nonsense there you go proof this morning to the day it would seem so jump on linkedin give wayne a little thumbs up that's it yeah yeah i mean i barely use linkedin but a thumbs up would be good why not (laughs) um yeah so this is I did not think we were going to get to 200. I didn't think... I said this when we got to 100. I didn't think we were going to get to 100. But I definitely didn't think we were going to get to 200. Somehow we keep coming back for more. That's it. We've just got way too much time on our hands. <laughs> Apparently so. Um, so this is going to be um, an exceptionally long episode. We may break it into two, but we'll see how we get on. Because we, we, we have no idea how long this one's going to be. It could end up like one of those... Joe I mean, you Rogan. do, because you can see the running time on your podcast player mm-hmm. but could, we have no idea it could be like a two three hour joe rogan style just not as good <laughs> we'll see yeah but could be. do you want to tell the old audience the whole gist of how we're gonna how we're gonna go down yeah so uh basically we have decided that because it's episode 200 we need to link it in somehow so we have each come up with 100 come, questions come up with is a bit of a well found Wayne has scraped the internet. I, oh, okay, so I we've taken two very different approaches. Let me let me hang on. Let me backtrack. So, the the concept of this episode is that we are each going to ask each other one hundred questions, meaning two hundred questions in total. Um, but in order to come up with or gather our questions, we've taken two very different approaches. Um, I'd say very different. You've kind of done a mixture of mine and something else as well. Mm-hmm. So I've just scoured the internet. I've got got them right here. Um, scoured the internet for I've actually found 200 questions I've gone for 100 deep questions and 100 what I imaginatively called not so deep questions Um, and I'm going to kind of pick and choose and cherry pick them but I haven't actually really I've skimmed kind of to be like oh yeah well they'll they'll do but I haven't really read the questions properly so I kind of don't have much anticipation for what questions I'm going to be asking which could result in some quite some carnage some some fun, some bit of 
bit of bit of giggles, bit of giggles. The, the good thing on my search was like uh, a lot of the time I was like, oh, I need a hundred questions or two hundred questions or stuff that sparks it. There was many on there that was like hundred questions to ask your other half, and I thought, yeah, I saw those. That's very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? There could be someone's in there waiting to why, see. Question one: Why don't we have sex anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> You mentioned you needed to go to the gym more often. <laughs> um, so how did you come, come around getting your questions then, John? That's I, not my first question, by the way. Okay, cool. <laughs> Man, mine was pretty much like you said, it's a bit of a mixture of yours seeing, I just there's loads of hundreds of articles with all these questions. So I was pulling out the ones I like the most and here and there I'll chuck in ones that I've made up or if I like a question that I've seen online, I might adapt it so it's a bit more relevant. Mm-hmm. So this could be a car crash. Or it could be great. I'm hoping it's the latter. Either way, we'll probably find out a few more things about each other anyway. Well, yeah, because there are some questions I'm like, huh, I don't actually know that. Here's some of these. Eight inches. No, just- <laughs> well, how, how big do you wish your penis was? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I meant the diameter of my feet, but anyway. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Sure. The diameter of your feet. Uh, okay <laughs> i'm just trying to work out whether that would be ridiculous or not <laughs> whether that'd be clown feet or like really small feet pretty much like a duck foot <laughs> <laughs> just slapping about just a big old ham just slapping down all right we better get cracking yes, i guess we've got a lot we to got a through. lot of questions so who's gonna go first what about people listening for the first time oh yeah that's a very good point we're four minutes in nearly five um yeah, if you have joined us for the first time, this may not be the best episode to start with. I'm just going to say that. Could be interesting to find Could be, out about yeah. us. Could be, yeah. I mean, if you want to find out about us, well, we'll start with names. Hey, I am Wayne Ingram. I am Jem Yildiz. And this is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. The Millennial Podcast. Cool. Let's get rolling. And this episode has got fuck all to do with millennials. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, probably. Maybe. I don't know what questions you've got. But anyway, so shall I go first? Yeah, jump in. Okay. So my first question, I'm going to go for a not so deep one. Okay. Yeah. Just, to, be... just to warm us up. That's nice of you. Okay. Um, okay. What is your song of the week? Song of the week? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't listen to much music. I don't either, but I thought I'd throw so it out there. Actually, do you know what? I'll, I'll throw it out there. There is. I've been listening to a lot of Ben Howard. Okay. And um, what one would it be? Um, probably like a cover by Ben Howard, but I forgot the cover he did. So that's been a song that I've been playing a lot lately around the house when I'm doing a bit of tidying. So a bit of Ben Howard. It's nice and mellow. Any particular song um, to recommend to the, view- the viewers, listeners? Um... I don't know. I've just been playing like his playlist on YouTube, to be honest. And I'm rubbish with names and remembering names. So it's probably not going to be specific. Just hit up a playlist on YouTube. The Ben Howard Collection. The Ben Howard Collection. Maybe some covers. He does a good cover of Hideaway, actually. That's quite a good one. He does a good cover of Call Me Maybe, actually. That is also a good one. Cool. There you go. Okay, Wayne Ingram. Yes. My question to you. It's quite a good one, actually. If you could have played any role in a movie, what would it have been? Ooh. You've definitely thought about this. I definitely have thought about this. So if you could steal anyone's role from any movie. Does it have to be a movie that has already existed? No. Okay, great. Because I um, had said, I was having this conversation with the housemate the other day. Um, so Marvel, does the Marvel Inhumans. Mm-hmm. And one of the roles I've always wanted to play, which they were going to turn into a film, they were going to do Inhumans as a film, but then they did it as a TV series, which unfortunately flopped. 
um, I, I wanted to play a character who is kind of the big bad in uh, in humans called Maximus the Mad. And if you read the comic books, he's like this big. He's he's insane, but he also uses really like flowery language. He's a bit pompous. So I thought that so was ideal fit. Ideal fit for me. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. So that, that's that's kind of been my my role that I'd. That's the dream role to do. Yeah, sweet. Oh, it's me. Uh, okay, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go for a deep one. Here we go. <clears throat> um, what makes you feel unstoppable? Um, I think sometimes, probably gym actually, especially if you hit like a PB. Like if I go mm-hmm. to the gym and I lift a weight that I've never lifted before, when I walk out, I'm like, yeah, I could have done even more than that if I really wanted to. So I think the gym definitely gives me that sense of unstoppability. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep that short. Cool. Yeah, might need to keep a few of these short. We've got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's question three. <laughs> okay, so my question to you is, what weird food combination do you really enjoy? Ooh. I don't know if this is a weird one. No, it's not a weird one, because there's so many products that do it. So I was going to say chili and cheese, but that's not really weird. Not really. Um, that's a tough one, you know. Weird food combinations. Um, is there something you've put together or had back to back? I'm really trying to think. I thought you'd be all over this. I thought you'd do some crazy stuff. Because you like your funky food. Yeah, I know. But I just wasn't anticipating a question about... My 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 food stuffs are not that exciting. So you're going to settle on chilli and cheese? It's not weird, though. It's not, not weird, weird at all. No. I can't... That's all I can think pass. of, though. We're I think I'm going to have to... It's going to come back to that one. Do you have more than 100 questions? Can you swap it up? Not at the moment, no. no. Oh, you see? <laughs> see? I came prepared. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to have to pass on that one. Chili and Go cheese on. for now, but that's not weird. Even nearly weird enough. Not weird enough. You need to get weirder with your food choices. Yeah, more adventurous. Okay. Damn. I feel like a disappointment now. Um, okay, this is a nice simple one. What's your favourite food? Uh... Do you know what I am in love with burritos at the moment? Oh, really? I, th- I think it changes for me as well. I think like a lot of people, your taste changes. But at the moment, burrito loaded up with beans, rice, guacamole, extra hot chili sauce. Oh, my God. I devoured one on the train. And I think people thought I was like a mental <laughs> yeah, person. Me for like a week. Honestly, I was in the corner. You know, like when you try to hide that you're eating on the train, but uh-huh. you know you just... and You, can you can't s- hide that you're eating on the That's train. That's what I'm saying. But it's that kind of you try to do it in some sort of way where it's not offensive to everybody else on the train. But I was just devouring that thing. I was biting on the tin foil, everything. It was crazy. <laughs> Loving that burrito. It was delicious. Um, what social stigma do you have to get over? Social stigma. What do you mean by social stigma exactly? Like something that people do in society that you think, you know what, I just need to let that go. Maybe it gets on your nerves a lot, but you're just like... Oh, okay. Right. Um... It winds you up and you're like, why am I getting so annoyed? But I've just got to let it go. Oh my God. This should be the perfect question yeah, for me. Yeah, <laughs> I've always gone on a rant, but I'm having such a brain fart. Um, <laughs> a lot of it is like social media stuff mm. that I'm just like, why what, what the particular? hell do you do that? Like, like the, I'll tell you what, it's, you know, it's a bugbear of mine. I'm going to go for a social media one. And it's a new one, right, <laughs> that people have been doing recently. But I just, I'm getting sick to death of seeing people 
post stuff, not about their life events like big milestones, because I think people should celebrate it. But this whole PR wording of like, I'm pleased to announce or I'm excited to announce. Mm. It just really winds me up. I'm like, we're not, we're your friends and family. We're not your freaking. social media announcements is yeah. going into the room 101. Social media announcements. Yeah. No, not social media. No, not uh, PR-esque social media announcements. Room 101. Goes in room 101. <laughs> Lovely. Like it. Okay. So uh, I'm going to throw in a not so deep one again. Um, can you change the oil on a car? Do you have that ability? Well, I learned how to do it when I passed my driving test when I was about 17. And since then, I've never driven. So so do you think you could do it now? I think I have the capability. You just need to show me what oil it needs and where the oil hole is. <laughs> I could do it. You just need to show me how. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll just YouTube it. What are you talking about? Good answer. I like that. Um, question four from me. Would you ever go vegan? Oh, this is one you've obviously decided to write yourself. Yeah. Um, the only reason I would go vegan, uh, personally, is if it was for medical reasons. So health. For health reasons. Something yeah. kicked off. But, but not, not necessarily because I'm like, I need to get more healthy, just myself. But if I went to the doctor and they were like, you're in fucking trouble. Veganism is your only option. Yeah. Then Save I'd, yourself. Then I'd do it. But I'd... But, just the vegan diet just does not appeal to me whatsoever. There you go. Which is, you know, maybe a selfish view, but it just doesn't appeal. Honest view, at least. Yeah. Honestly, oh. the best policy. I think the best policy. I think you were salivating thinking about vegan food. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go deep. Yeah. Um. What are you most grateful for in life? One thing. What are you most grateful for? Oh, sorry. Uh, family and friends, definitely. Because I think that's what you're living for, really. It's good to have good people around you. Makes you motivated. Simple. like it. Yep. What teacher changed your life? Oh, this one's easy for me. This one's a really easy one for me. Um, so I had a teacher in senior school, uh, when I was studying, she was my GCSE English teacher. Um, and then she took me for drama, I think. No, I think, no, I think I had it for both classes at the same time, but she left halfway through my GCSEs, uh, miss, Mrs. Colin. Um, she, I think is one of the people that is responsible for me pursuing acting as a career rather than just as a hobby. She really instilled a lot of um, confidence in my ability. She uh, very much encouraged me to look into going to drama school. She, she was, she was incredible. Um, And I've often thought about um, if I was to ever win an award at a public level, Mm -hmm. um, she would be in my speech. And she actually, I remember she left when I was doing my GCSEs in my sixth form prom uh, one of the teachers, um, one of the science teachers came up to me and was just having a chat. And she said, uh, yeah, Miss Miss Colin had said to us before she left in the staff room. She was like, I remember it vividly. She said, um, watch out for Wayne because he's got big things in his future. Boom. So special place in my heart for Mrs. Colin. Nice one, Mrs. Collins. Keep it up. Okay. That was a good question. I like that. I think that might be on my list somewhere. I don't know. Um, okay. 
Have you ever pooped in the woods? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Not so much in the woods. When I used to, when I was younger, I used to go to a village in Turkey where like my dad's family lived. Uh-huh. And then one time in Turkey, like families always go over to like each other's houses. And so I'd well, like, went wandering with my cousin in these like mountainous bits. And then I was just like, oh my god, I need to crap fast. <laughs> and so I'm, how old like, are you at this point? Probably quite old. Like. <laughs> I don't know, it must have been like 19. Really? Or 20 even, I don't even That's know. Great. But then um, I was like, crap, I need to go to the toilet. I'm running around all these houses thinking, where the hell are my family in any of these little village places, like these little houses in this village? Uh-huh. Couldn't find them. So I ran off to like this little rock and I'm squatting by this rock, released it. It feels kind of empowering to just dump in the woods. <laughs> and then uh, the worst thing is I, did, I squat down, doing my poop, and then I look over at the rock and there's a warning sign saying snakes in the rocks. <laughs> Oh, fuck. And I just like, you should have seen how quick I moved after I was like, dump and go. <laughs> so that's my story. That's great. Um, if you could give your parents advice, what would it be? Uh, right now, I'd um, say to them <coughs> that because I'm very blessed. My parents are very young. My dad's only 53 um, and my mom turned 50 in October, just gone. Um, and I would like to say to them that I'd like them to look after themselves more. They spent their best years really looking after us. And I feel like they need to look after themselves now because, um, like better than they are. Um, and really think about how young they really are and how much time they still have left. Um, because they're very, very blessed to be as young as they are and to have no kids to look after now because we're all, we've all flown the nest, if that's the right yeah. phrase. Um, so, yeah, that would be my advice to them. It's their time. It's their time now, yeah. Sweet. Good question. Okay. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Which is almost like our powerful nonsense question we ask guests. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I don't know at the moment the only thing that really rings through my head is that be a good person and I think that's just like a general life value I don't think I've no one gave me that advice or ever hear it but I just think it kind of really rings true to me I always think like what is the right thing to do in this situation mm-hmm. and I think it all sometimes it doesn't work in your favor by thinking that way but I think sometimes you just got to think that I'm making the right decision. It is the right decision to do and it might pay off in other ways, but because sometimes the right decision might mess you over in that set in that setting, but then it's the right thing to do. And so I believe in that sort of karma. So yeah, just best advice is do the right thing. I like that. I like that. Um, when was the last time you cried? When was the last time I cried? There was something I was watching the other day and I can't remember for the life of me what it was I was watching. But it really hit me in the feels. And I'd seen it before and it had never affected me that. What was it I was watching? Was it like a Facebook sort of thing? Like a little shareable? No, it was a TV show. Mm. Uh, It was something to do with... um, well, it, it hit me in the feels because all I can remember is something to do with uh, friendship and kind of doing the right thing. Um, like kind of like what you were saying. Um, 
but that's all. I can't remember what for the life of me what it was, but it was a couple of days ago. It was over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like hit me and I was like, holy fuck, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> like right in the feels. But it was like a happy cry. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like, <laughs> they did the right thing. <laughs> um, I was tired. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, cool. Uh, let's go for another deep one. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is slightly similar to your teacher question, but it's uh-huh. also different. Uh, what was the experience that impacted your life the most um experience that impacted my life um i think the one that kind of shines for me in my sort of later age is sort of as i said that philip mckernan talk i went to yeah i think for me that was like a moment where you come face to face with someone who's going to question you on a lot of your beliefs and what you what you think what your expectations are on life what expectations you put on yourself so for me that experience certainly did something to me, mm-hmm. which made me kind of change the way I think. So I'd agree with that, actually. And I mean, I'm sure there's loads in my youth, but I think that one really kind of changed my path. I think mm-hmm. as I was older, I was going through that self-development, but have someone there in your face kind of question you that really did hit a switch somewhere. Yeah. Good. Shout out to Philip McKernan. Yep. Cool. Oh, yeah, I'm next. Sorry, I was literally <laughs> thinking back to it. <laughs> um do you ever fear not making it as an actor? <sighs> I I don't know. In a way, what, what do you mean by not making it? That's what I'm saying. That's the little tangent. Okay, if you never acted and never became in any role significant, well, again, significant is a word in itself. If you never, okay, I guess in that sense, it's what is making it to you as an actor? And if you never attained that, what would it, how would you feel? Okay, so make, making it for me as an actor is um, being able to do the sort of work I want to do and also only having to do that work. So not having to do a day job, not having to have a business on the side, just being able to live off doing the sort of acting work that I want to do, uh, which in itself is a bit loosey-goosey because actually the sort of acting work I want to do kind of requires that I need to become famous, but I don't want to become famous, but in order to do that work, I kind of have to be in mm-hmm. a way. And also to get to that level where I can just live off it, I kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I fear not getting there? I don't know if fear is the right word, but because you have to sacrifice quite a lot to get there, I wonder if how much regret I would have when I hit my 80s or 90s, look back on it and go, well, it was all for naught. You know, um, provided that I have a fruitful, not fruitful, a varied, exciting career and though don't make it so long as there's exciting times in there, I don't think I'd regret it that much. Um, so I guess it depends to the degree. My goal is just to have my, well, my goal obviously is to, to make it to, to where I want to get to. But as I say, so long as it's a varied and exciting career on the path, I think that would minimise any regret that I might have. Cool. That was a good question. That one really had to, made me have to think that one. <laughs> uh, ooh, I think I know what your answer to this one's going to be. Uh, who would you like to see in concert? Um, who would like to see in concert? Mm, try and think. Mm. 
really know. I've been always like a lot of the old uh, like rock bands I used to listen to when I was younger. Um, it'd be quite cool to see um, some forty one because they yeah and they got me into my sort of rock and I've been like really enjoying like reminiscing on, on like old rock tunes that I used to listen to and I think some forty remind some forty one reminds me of when I was doing my paper round it got me into my rock area era uh-huh. so I think yeah they'd be pretty cool to go see. You should check out. This is a little shout out, but MTV have just released a rock versus pop album. Okay. Um, which is all like Alien Ant Farm, yeah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Um, so you should check that out. Uh, I've added it to my Apple Music. Uh, MTV not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you current? What are you currently worried about? Ooh, that's a good one. What am I currently worried about? I'm currently worried about my health, actually, which I think is why I've stepped up the gym. And I think I've stepped up the diet, even though I have lapsed a little bit in that area in the last five days. <laughs> um, but generally trying to get on on top of that, because I think I am kind of 30s quickly coming a knocking and I'm kind of going, it's going to start going all downhill yeah. from here. If you want to live a long <laughs> life, you're going to have to start sorting your shit out. So I think that's probably the thing that I'm most worried about. And I know it's in the gym whenever you do something, you're like, I know I should be able to do that. And it kind of, I can see when uh-huh. it knocks you and you're like, why won't my body do that? Uh-huh. And it kind of gives you that moment of shit. I need to yeah. do something about this. Yeah. 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 Fair I enough. think that's probably my biggest worry at the moment. Yeah. Cool. Oh, me. Uh, okay, uh, let's go deep again. <sighs> what scares you the most? Um, flying in an aeroplane. Is that really your biggest fear? Yes. I mean, I know you don't like it, but... Yes, and secondly, going in a lift. I hate lifts. Really? So it's two things to do with being in small places confined where I cannot get away from. So probably no agri- control. Yeah, that lack of control. In an aeroplane, you just got to accept it. You're in this bloody tube in the sky. You ain't getting out. And then in a lift, I think if that thing goes down and breaks, I'm stuck in this lift. Those two things give me the most fear. I mean, I knew they were high up on your fear, but I didn't realise they were the number one. The number one fear, 100%. And obviously you fear your parents and family dying. That's yeah. natural fear. But yeah. those things give me irrational fear. Cool. Yeah. Well, not cool. but Not you cool. Know. You know what I mean. Flying, I kind of, every time I go on a flight, though, I kind of get a little bit better. If it's a good flight and it goes well. Tea's cold. <laughs> we'll have to do a top up soon. But yeah, flying is one. I do it and I force myself to do it because it's good. But then, I don't know, up and down. If I have a bad flight, it makes me terrible. If I have a good flight, then I feel a bit better. But still there. Um, okay. Um, what I'll do, what is your biggest weakness? Ooh. This is a tough one. I think it's definitely changed in the last few years. Um, I think at the minute, it's quite hard because you're kind of trained to do it when you do podcasts. But at the minute, I think the thing that I, that I most kind of find myself going, why the fuck are you doing that? Is um, giving my own opinion too much and knowing when to... <laughs> when it's not appropriate to uh-huh. give your opinion or when or when you're doing yourself a disservice by giving yourself... I did it last night, actually. I was having a chat with someone and I was like, why do you keep telling people your opinion? And But I think it kind of comes with the territory with being a, uh, doing a podcast where you're giving your opinion because mm-hmm. you're kind of like, 
you kind of you're tell your brain, no, I want an opinion. Give me, like, keep telling people your opinion. We're a professional opinion maker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think at the minute it's kind of the thing that's bugging me the most. I'm kind of like, I need to rein that in. As soon as you say an opinion, you're like, did you need to say that? Yeah, every time. That's every good. time. That's good. Well, at least you're calling yourself up on it now. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely more self-aware in these since <laughs> since we started doing the podcast. I've definitely become much more self-aware. And that is one that I'm just kind of like, oh, for God's sake, Wayne, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see what have we got here. Um, do you still watch cartoons? Um, not really. Not like children's cartoons, but I do watch like adult cartoons, which are quite... Such as? Such as Rick and Morty, which is sick. And then there's some other ones on Netflix. I've got the names of them now. There's something where this guy lives with aliens, which is hilarious. So I love like, and I think that's why it's been such a good sort of genre at the moment is adult cartoons. Yeah, I think so. I still watch The Simpsons as well. So, but not like a lot. Just but kind of when you're just chilling out. Went for a phase where I was watching Pingu on Netflix for a bit. <laughs> I remember that phase. Yeah. You were like, mate, you need to watch Pingu. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> I think I'd de- definitely watch like Dexter's Laboratory if it was on Netflix. Oh, mate. So would I. I fucking loved Dexter's Lab. I don't know why they don't just put some of those old ones on there, because I think I'd definitely watch them. Yeah. E- even the old Power Rangers, I might even jump in. I mean, that's not a cartoon, but... I mean, it may as well be. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, who inspires you? Mine are quite deep. I need to get some... Hmm. I gotta give a shout. Oh, there's so many. Just give one. So many. Got a lot of questions. Um, I'm gonna have to give a shout out to uh, Sir Christopher Lee. May he rest in peace. Um, he, I still believe, holds the world record for the most amount of film credits. He managed to have that, but also carve a very strong niche as playing the villain. Um, was highly respected in the industry and yet not a household name. Mm-hmm. And I think to achieve all of that and not be a household name, like most people, if you're into like your genre films and things like that, you probably know who Christopher Lee is. Um, and, you know, you can name some famous characters like Saruman from Lord of the Rings or Count Dooku from Star Wars and people go, oh yeah, no, I know who that is. But he never became kind of like, as I say, a household name. Yeah. Which I think is kind of the career I'd want. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Um What's the craziest thing you've done with someone? <laughs> the craziest thing I've done with someone. Oh, I don't know, because crazy's like now you're gonna think like, oh what's the craziest thing? Um, well that's the same thing I had when you mentioned weirdest food combination. Yeah, true. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um I think one of the stupidest thing I've done with someone is go swimming when I was off my face drunk. Mm-hmm. And that was a bit of a crazy experience because you jump in the water and you're like, where the hell is up? <laughs> <laughs> so it went like crazy. Oh, we're crazy doing this. But it was one of those things that sort of jumps out. That was stupid. Yeah. Kind of crazy. It's quite I think stupid. I got in from like a club at like four or five a.m. on holiday in Corfu. Right. And he's walking back and then obviously you're walking through your hotel and then the swimming pool's open and you're like already wobbling all over the place. We just were like, should we jump in the water? Oh, we jump? That's just, actually making me feel sick just thinking it. About was it was horrible. And when it was like, yeah, it'd be nice. We were all sweating from like being in the club and we jumped in the water and it's just like, whoa, got under the water and I was just like, 
where is up? And that was a horrible feeling, but you're so drunk. You just, and then I came out, I was like, that was really stupid. <laughs> Not crazy, yeah, but. Yeah, no, stu- no, that's, that's, I'm thinking about it. It makes me feel quite uncomfortable. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. not nice. <laughs> cool. Um, what one trait do you wish you had? These questions are good, dude. You're throwing out some good ones. Don't mess about, mate. Um, what one trait do I wish I had? This never used to bother me, right? It's never, ever used to bother me. But in the last couple of years, I think... I don't know if as a society we've become more shallow or I'm just more sensitive to it or what. I don't know. But I've gone through my whole life being a five foot five, five foot six dude, right? And it's never bothered me, ever. It's never been, I've never had little man syndrome, right? (laughs) But I tell you what, after going on dating site after dating site. And you have to like say what you're And and no, and and I'm I'm gonna call the female... Community. population out on this yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's seriously shit it's it's the same as a guy in fact no it's not the same because actually to a degree you can control this it's the same as a guy being like um no i don't want to go out with a fat girl mm. saying to a guy, i saw a meme on um on facebook a few weeks back and i was like that's so like double standards it's so hypocritical this meme was kind of like um what what do you what do you call a guy under under five foot ten right (laughs) what do you call a guy under five foot ten a friend oh and i was like guys come on like this heightism thing is just it's shallow as fuck um so I, I, don't, I don't know why I'm now more sensitive to it because uh-huh. it's never bothered me in my entire life. But certainly in the last 12 months, I've kind yeah. of been like, do you know what? I wouldn't mind being just two or three inches taller. Uh-huh. And I think as well, you've got to think like if there's people on there that that is their priority, then I think... Exactly, right? They're the one with the Like twisted. that should not be the thing that's kind of like... The guy could have everything else, but oh no, you just don't hit the height yeah. criteria. So never mind. Yeah. Like not allowed to ride on this ride. Yeah, exactly. Five foot fucking ten. <laughs> five foot ten. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Anyway. Before I get on that soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't expect that. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know what I was going to, but yeah. it just kind of jumped out at me. It's like it's kind of annoying me at the minute. Um, <laughs> do you wear a bathrobe? <laughs> no, but I do when I go to like hotels. If it's available. Yeah. I would like knock it on because I want to get my money's worth. <laughs> but other than that, I think I think my mum bought you one for like many Christmases ago. I think I wore it a bit, but then I'm just like I don't know. It's like a f- full on towel. Sometimes it's nice if you just want to chill, just mm-hmm. whack it on and just go sit in the front room with it on. But no, I don't. No, that was a nice quick one. Thought I'd throw that one out there. Um, what game have you spent the most hours playing? Oh, easy. Well, it's a, it's a series of games. Uh, but it's easy, easily uh, going to guilty pleasure of mine. The WWE games. Oh yeah. I play them religiously still, even now, <laughs> even now. I just, enough hours on. I honestly, I can play them for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. <laughs> uh, that was a good. That was a good one. I like that one. Um, okay. Uh, Doritos or what's it? Doritos, one hundred percent. Yeah. Chili ones. Yes, mate. All about that. Um. 
when was the last time you face palmed? <laughs> I think it was this morning. <laughs> when you saw my text saying, are you coming to the gym? What did you face palm to this morning? No, actually, I think it was, I think it was during this podcast. Was it? I think when I was, what was it? Oh, it was when I was talking about my opinions. Oh, yeah, about yeah, my opinions. yeah, yeah, I literally physically face palmed. There you go. Okay. I feels like, that feels like a shit answer, though, to that question. <laughs> um, okay. Um, oh, I was going to go for a not-so-deep one, but screw it. What's your favourite kind of sandwich? Sandwich? Um, I don't really eat sandwiches that often, but I do like um, Pret-a-Mange. Have a nice uh, avocado one, I think it is. Yeah, they've got like a nice vegan avocado sandwich when if I'm in a rush. And they've got a nice chickpea one as well, actually. So if I'm in a rush, that's what I go to. But I do not make sandwiches at home. This has just reminded me. Yeah. Uh, so you know how you were going on about uh, the vegan Christmas sandwich at Pret? Yeah. My scene partner on my current project at uh, drama school, she is good friends with the woman who designed that sandwich. It's a decent sandwich. Props. Mm. Sandwich designer. <laughs> Is that your claim to fame? Or? That is, yeah. So, because I know how much she loved it. I was yeah, like, no, ah. Because she told me, she was like, yeah, yeah, no, she does, she did the vegan Christmas sandwich. I was like, no way, my mate loves that. So I thought I'd let you know. Decent. Um, ooh, this is a tough one. I know, it's my question to you. You just asked me about a sandwich. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, what's your worst example of procrastination? Worst example yeah. of procrastination. Of well, what I've done. Like what you're disgraced when you're procrastinating and you're like, oh my God. I tell you what, and it's a habit that I'm getting into at the minute and I did it last night. I get home from the office or I'm on my way home from the office and I'm like, right, I've got this to do. I've got that to do. I can save it for tomorrow or I could just crack on with it. Just do a couple of hours when I get home and then I'm good. And then I get home and I go, right, before I go to work, I've got to have my cup of tea. So I go upstairs, make my cup of tea. My friend sat in the living room watching TV. I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? Make them a cup of tea. Kettle's boiling, so then I get excited in conversation. And then conversation goes, so grab my cup, make my cup of tea, go sit in the living room and have a chat. And then I get sucked in to shitty TV that I don't even like <laughs> just because I'm knackered and I'm comfortable and I got my cup of tea and good conversation. And then I'm just like, do you know what? This night's over already. So trashy TV. Trashy TV. Like, what's the one we were Cash watching the, the other attic. night? No, 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 no. Uh, what was it called? Something like One Last Night with My Ex. That's a, that's a recent one. There you go. Uh, first Dates. That's one I can get sucked into. The Man with a Foot for a Head. Din- stuff dinner like Date. It's all relationship-based stuff, which is yeah. kind of... But then that's trashy TV for you, isn't it? It's there all relationship-based stuff. Yeah, so that's kind of my my thing. Okay, I'm going to ask this one that I went, ooh, this is a hard one, but actually I don't think it is a hard one for you. But it is kind of hard. Because you're going to be a dick whichever way you do it, I suppose. (laughs) Would you put your family or your friends first if you had to choose one? Uh, Family. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. Yeah. Well, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who do you wish you could get back in contact with? Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> There's a deep pause there. This isn't just this radio. Yeah, somewhere. I mean. 
if uh, facial expressions are anything to go by. You're <laughs> such a fucker, because I think you know this one as well. Throw it out there, Wayne. Did you come up with this question? Uh, yeah, I did, actually. I think you know this one as well. Go on, then. Well, I'm not going to say any names, but uh, my ex from third year at uni. There you go. It's out there. Not necessarily to reconcile and be like, well, to reconcile, but not to necessarily be like, let's get back together. Just but as, just to kind of be like, friend. no, just to kind of go, you do realise you fucked me up by the way you treated me. There you go. Not that she particularly treated me awfully, but there were just certain things that I was like, yeah, you fucked me up for years. So just a little bit of closure on that. Yeah. Not even closure. Just to kind of go, you know, you can't fucking do that to people. Mm. Gotta forgive people. They did it in the moment. Yeah, they did. Anyway. <laughs> um, I think you're going to need to go with a lighter one after that, way. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You go yeah, for yeah. a... Uh, you fucker. I can't me, believe you asked that one. Ask me where else I've shat. You, was that the answer you were expecting? <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah, I thought so. Um, <laughs> what? Come on, Wayne. Okay. Uh, have you... Oh, can you curl your tongue? Yes, I can. Oh, me too. I can't really show you over the air, but... No, it's a it's a genetic thing, apparently. Mm. Sorry, that was a big pause for a really shit question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, what's the worst hairstyle you've ever had? Oh, easy. So, uh... <laughs> when I was about, I don't know, eight or nine? No, maybe a bit younger. It was the fashion at the time. But you know the 90s bowl haircut? I thought you were going to say the Nike tick in the back of the head. No, 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 no. Mate. The 90s bowl haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody had that. Everybody had that. But that was stylish. It didn't, it only, I had only had it for a couple of years and uh, I still look back at it now and I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> You've also rocked the old man for your uh, play as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely worse. That's worse for sure. That's definitely worse. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because I think I don't think of that as my haircut. What's though, that called again? The shoe, the shoe horn. The shoe horn. Wayne has rocked the shoe horn at what age? Uh, like 20 uh, well, only a couple of years would, ago wasn't it it would have been a couple of years after finishing uni so it would have been I would have been about 24 and proper rock the old man it was for a roll though it was like that was about but I don't think of that as my haircut because yeah, I'm true. like it's for a roll but you're right that is definitely the worst haircut <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt um, do you sing in the shower yes I do actually quite nice to actually you just kind of let it loose especially when no one's in is mm. it when you're having a cold shower and you're like you're as cold as ice yeah usually i can hit the high pitches once that cold gets on me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no sometimes i sing as well when it's cold shower because then it takes your mind off how bloody oh, cold yeah, it that's is good. Yeah, yeah yeah there you go okay my question to you is what about the op- opposite sex confuses you the most <laughs> You are, I, you've written all of these, haven't you? <laughs> Just being you've a written all of these. Okay. Um, what confuses me the most? I've got loads of things that annoy the fuck out of me. I just, yeah, I guess that kind of applies as well, it? Because then it means that you're, I don't get why you do that. I'll tell you what. Uh, it's they're going from extremes of opinion that really, like, they will have an opinion on something and then they will switch almost overnight instantly and i'm like i don't understand <laughs> like i don't know where i stand with you <laughs> just baffed just keeping you yeah. on the edge yeah i'm just yeah. like you this, but that's completely opposite to like what you said 
but you can't. Like, but it's well, actually, no. Actually, what actually tends to happen is not necessarily that they change their opinion, but their their actions don't match their opinion. Hypocrites. Not hypocrites. <laughs> not hypocrites. I know. What but you're do saying. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So they can have really firm beliefs on an opinion, but then they put will it all out completely there, react in a completely different way. There's moments where you just feel like saying, "But you said uh, okay." <laughs> yes, exactly. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that's what baffles me. It's I was aware that's a very general sweeping statement, yeah. but it's hard not to make one with a question like that. So. <laughs> um, if you had to change your name, yeah, what would you change it to? Um, probably Jim because everybody <laughs> I thought you were called Jim when I first met you exactly even in Starbucks when they put your name on they just put Jim if I book a taxi I just say Jim and so for the whole first night in the student union I was like, calling oh, you Jim this guy Jim what a nice guy you don't look like a Jim but <laughs> <laughs> I think I said that as well you're like can you believe this dude is called Jim who's he kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jim, just to make things nice and simple. Yeah, that was a good answer. I like that. Um, uh, what have you? <laughs> what has been? Actually, this is just a general one. What has been blown way out of proportion? I know what you're going to say. I think I know what you know. That I'm going to say. Go on. This is a recent thing. Yeah. I know. I don't know. You were kind of recent. Yeah. It's just the first thing that's popped into my Go head. Then. This fucking iPhone battery thing. Oh, no. Right? I think he was going to say that. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? Brexit. <laughs> oh. Well, that as well. But yeah, for the iPhone, yeah. The iPhone battery thing has just been completely blown out of proportion. And just like... Oh, just I'm getting bored of this wanting to shoot Apple down thing. I'm getting pretty bored. They're not where they used to be. I'm not going to deny that. But Jesus Christ. There you go. That was that was mainstream news. Swiftly moving on. <laughs> Blown out of proportion. <laughs> so, um Ooh. This is a Do you usually do you usually follow your heart or your head? Um Actually I'm reading the book at the moment saying that actually it's all from the heart. It's all from the heart. That was the most wanky answer you I know. Could have I know. <laughs> But you, if you're going to ask wanky questions, you're going to get you're going to get wanky answers. Garbage in, garbage out. So I believe the heart is the is the one that leads, really. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> garbage in, garbage out. Thanks for that. It's all right. Um, do you think that humans will ever be able to live together in harmony? No. Cool. End. End. Um, uh, 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 are you stubborn? Yes. I don't like... I ha The one thing I hate doing is when people... Again, we've spoke about this before. When people try to demand you to do something in their time, not in your time. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. that makes me very stubborn. Yeah. And I think anybody that's like into entrepreneurship or self-employed, stuff like that, you have stubbornness to you because you don't want to be told what to do and when to do it. So mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go with yes. Yeah, good answer. Um, what's your go-to alcoholic drink? JD and Coke. Standard. Standard. Even at lunchtime and people are like, ooh, ooh, getting a bit heavy, aren't you? I'm like, what, it's fucking JD and freaking Coke. But apparently ice, that's heavy. lemon, lime, anything? Tiny bit of ice, no lemon. Cool. Okay. 
Um, where would you bury hidden treasure if you had some? Um, where would I hide it? Note this down, guys. This is a tough one, isn't it? Mm, I thought so. That's why I, I asked know. it. I don't know. Where, where do you hide? St- I don't know. I don't have any treasure, number one. And yeah, but the question is if you had some. If I had. I don't know. Just out in the back somewhere. <laughs> just put a little cross next to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget about it. i just forget about it. You're like, like, Lisa? Where the, who kicked the cross? <laughs> where the fuck's the cross gone? I don't know. I just lost all my treasure. No idea. Don't trust me with treasure. It's gone. That <laughs> yeah, was great. Um, <laughs> what's the most annoying noise? Ooh. <laughs> when somebody smacks their lips when they're eating. All right. That drives me nuts. Pushes you over the edge. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I get pretty, pretty aggy. Pretty grumpy about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, when do you feel you're most vulnerable? Um, oh, definitely talking in front of a lot of people. That makes me feel like, oh shit, everybody's looking at me. You need to say the right thing, blah, blah, blah. So definitely speaking to public mm-hmm. for show. For shizzle. For shizzle. Um, 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 my next one is. Have you ever seen a ghost or think you may have seen a ghost? Uh, no, I've not seen a ghost. Um, I have experienced ghostly supernatural presence. experiences, um, but I've never seen a ghost. Quick brief of the story. I've got quite a few, actually. Um, Most scary one. Chuck that at us. At us. Uh, so I... I'm trying to think of which one the best one is now. Um, no, I can't think because they're not no. they're not good enough. Because uh, unless you were there, you kind of oh, that's not that's not that great. Can't even give anything up. Okay, probably you okay. You weren't, you weren't swung around the room. You weren't spinning on the ceiling. So one of the best ones, but it's not that. Unless you were there, you kind of oh, it could be anything, but it could. So we're rehearsing in a church hall, and there were two floors to this church hall for a show. This was like way back when I was like 15 and uh, we rehearsed on the top floor and um, we were the only people in the building and we it was quite late in the evening we were locking up it was me my friend and her dad uh, they were locking up we uh, went downstairs and we turned the light switch off for upstairs and the moment he turned the light switch off we heard a young woman scream for help from upstairs oh yeah um, and we all kind of looked at each other like, did you hear that? <laughs> and, uh, then there was this moment of pause where I was kind of anticipating her dad would go upstairs. <laughs> he didn't because he's a pussy. <laughs> so I went a 15 year old guy. I was like, all right, I'll go then. So I went up on my own, like a twat, it, um, went that's, upstairs. That's brave. And all five foot four I checked. <laughs> Fuck off. Five foot five slash six. There you go. Gotta add the slash six in there. Um, So I checked all the doors. Yeah. And uh, the only door that was not locked Mm. was the one that we had been in. 
So I'm like, the fuck? So I'm opening the door. I'm like, I really, really hope nobody's in here. <laughs> really fucking hope nobody's in here. Open the door and nobody's in there. There you go. But <clears throat> later found out, and this is where it kind of goes, woo, a little bit. Later found out that um, that uh, building was built on the site where supposedly about 100 years ago, um, a woman was raped and murdered. There you go. Who knows? Good ghost Who story. Knows? Good ghost thanks. story. I'm happy you got that out of there because that is that's a good ghost story. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. All right, you're up. Oh, it's me. Um, who's the first person you call when you're in trouble? Um, either my girlfriend or my mum. Solid answer. Yeah. Solid answer. Um, my mum's usually good because she's just blunt to the point. I'd be like, mum, I think I'm having a heart attack. She's like, no, you're not sharp. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you're like, like, no, but mum, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the most anxiety inducing thing you do on a regular basis? On a regular basis? Or even just something that makes you anxious. And your mind, every time you think, oh, I've got to go do that, it makes you a bit anxious. I have a bit of a thing about um, asking for help or directions. As in just in jet like in the public. Yeah, like in public. So uh, so one prime example where I was like, Jesus Christ, Wayne, you need to fucking sort your shit out. Um, <laughs> I was going to a um, private gathering uh, in a restaurant and they'd hired out a room. And uh, this was in a uh, restaurant the other side of London. And uh, I got there and I was, because of all the texts that I'd kind of got, I got the impression that I was the first person there. Um, so rather than going to the restaurant and be like, I'm here for the party, whatever, I, um, where's the room kind of thing, I stood outside. And this was like in January. It was freezing fucking cold. It was like zero degrees. It was shockingly cold. And I stood outside for half an hour because mm-hmm. I wouldn't go in and ask. Bloody yeah. Um, and then I got a text message being like, you come in. And they're all in there. Shit. So I have a little bit of anxiety around that. I don't know why. I don't know what causes it. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, weird. Weird. <laughs> um, okay, similar question to one you asked me, but do you believe in ghosts? Um, no, but I kind of like to believe that there are because it, I like watching all these ghost shows and I don't know. So no. you don't believe, but you'd like to believe. Yeah. Because I, I think it's kind of cool. Plus, my nan always talks about ghost stories, which are quite interesting. But then you're like, nan, are you just nuts or are these actually <laughs> So, yeah. Ghost, yeah. I'd like to believe. And plus, this, the movies make me shit myself. So when I watch a ghost movie, then I'm like still a bit like, that room's dark. Is there a ghost mm-hmm. in there? So obviously it has some sort of fear. So I must believe in them in some way, or at least a little bit. Mild belief. Mild belief is what I have. Um, what's fine in small numbers, but terrifying in large numbers? Cows. <laughs> have you ever been in a field yeah, full yeah, of cows? Yeah. And the ones that got the horns or something. It's fucking it. frightening. <laughs> so true. That's such a good answer. <laughs> That's such a good answer. That's funny. <laughs> um, That's good. Uh, Nike or Adidas? Nike, definitely. Or is it Adidas? Adidas. 
and it's Nike. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. My brummy coming out there. Definitely Nike. Nike. I'm even wearing some Nike trousers right now. Um, oh yeah, you are. When are you? What most- a waste of a question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when are you most diva? When <laughs> the only I've only ever once had a diva's fit <laughs> in rehearsal. And it's a moment of pure shame. <laughs> but do you know what? Actually, no, it's not. It's not. I shouldn't be too ashamed because <laughs> actually I think I had a fair freaking point. Um, but basically. Which is what all divas say. No, no, no. Basically. Well, let, let's put it this way. When the whole Jeremy Clarkson thing came out, I kind of had a little bit of sympathy for him because I've been in a similar position. Um, (laughs) But basically, we had rehearsed all freaking day. It was the technical rehearsal. And technical rehearsals are the worst. They're horrible. I hate them. It's the worst part of the job. And uh, we had worked all day. I hadn't had any break. It was from nine o'clock. And by this point, it was like four or five in the evening. I hadn't had any break. I hadn't had any food whatsoever right so the cast were like oh um becky's gonna she's she's not gonna be needed for the next hour so she's just gonna go grab some food from wagamama's what you want and i was like oh get me this and the other. so then i was like yeah i'm gonna have fucking wagamama's it's gonna be fucking great um then the wagamama's <laughs> arrived and then the director was like okay everybody take a break i was like yes and my hot wagamama's there i open my wagamama's up <laughs> and then the director <laughs> and uh, oh no sorry no i carried on everybody else was like have a break i carried on i was like my wagon mom is going cold my wagon mom is going hold like shit 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 anyway so then after about 20 minutes everybody else had eaten and then he's like okay good you're done so i go sit down i'm like right wagon mama's time i crack open my box and the moment i open it he goes wayne i need you for another scene and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I am just not going to get to fucking eat today, am I? It's the only time I've ever had a mild divas fit. Wow. But I was so pissed. The thing is, long day, no food. That is prime diva. Not, that was about five o'clock. Yeah. No food. I think I, I was, don't think it was that you're bad. You're not yourself when you're hungry, Wayne. No, I'm not. I need a Snickers, me. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> do you cut out coupons but never use them? Yes. Oh, you do? Although I actually used one lately. Oh. I, I do sometimes, but I do sometimes keep coupons. But then if it happens to fall when I happen to remember, it's, there's so many things that I've got aligned for that coupon to get used. And yeah, that's true. They make it difficult, don't they? Yeah. So I have. Wayne Ingram, my question to you. <laughs> yes. What was ruined because it became popular? There are loads of these things, but as ever, having a brain fart, I'm like, can't think of one. Um, what was ruined because it came, became popular? Um, do you know what? A lot of fucking bands, a lot of bands were ruined when they became popular because then they changed their sound and like... Um, ah, I'm trying to think of an example... I'm really struggling to think of an example, but the, I, know I know there are loads of things where I'm just like, oh, I wish that hadn't become popular because it's not as good anymore. Mm-hmm. But I just cannot think of one. But bands particularly. They generally do get is, hit by that. It's probably going to be my answer, but I can't think of specific ones. Cool. Um, oh, well, I can think of one, but it's a bit of a controversial one to say anyway, just because the lead singers. 
Yeah, let's not do names. Yeah, go on. Move on, move on. Okay, um, let's go for a deep one. I don't think I've done a deep question for a while. Um, what emotion do you experience the most? Um, hmm. Hmm. This is a hard one. What one do I experience the most? Uh, is hunger one? <laughs> <laughs> That's not an emotion. That's a bodily function. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, emotion. Um, could you say like caring? I know it's a bit wanky thing to say, but like I do. I don't. Is that emotion when you kind of just like I worry about other people sometimes? Worry then. All right, worry. Yeah. So I always worry about other people and what they're thinking and what they're feeling. That's something I have quite often. Because then I have little stresses myself, but they they quickly pass. But look at you, all selfless and altruistic. There you go. What can I say? Nice guy. Nice. Such a good guy. Such a good guy. Um, <laughs> uh, what job doesn't exist now but will exist in the future? What's the most crazy job you think is going to be around in the future? Um, I'm going to call it. Uh, um, uh, what can I name it? Like a like a, a digital architect. So like in vir- it's in virtual reality and it's somebody that builds houses and um buildings for people within virtual like reality a digital interior designer and yeah just... yeah fair enough it's a shit one but it's all that came into my head mm. whatever it is it's in virtual reality it's a virtual reality based job cool um <clears throat> how do you think your best friends would describe you um Sporadic, not sporadic, just a bit all over the place sometimes. Um, I think friendly. I think I try to do stuff with people. Mm-hmm. Um, motivated as well. I think people kind of, or oh, people were like, oh, Jim, I need some advice on this thing, so I'll come to you for advice. So those sort of traits, I reckon. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay. Oh. I've got another word, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to say that on there. No. Should you do one more and then take a quick break? Um, yes. Well, I think we're up to... We've done quite a lot, actually. We're about a third of the way through. A third of the way through? We're an hour in? Yeah, we're about 30 questions in. Holy shit. I know. Mental. <laughs> All right. This is going to be a tough one for you, which okay. probably you are going to need a break after this one. Oh, God. Um, when was the last time you were wrong? <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? Actually, uh, this morning... No, actually, no, technically it was yesterday. Um, But I, it's not even that big of a, it's not even wrong so much as an opinion, which can't even be wrong, I suppose. So maybe he's talking himself out of being wrong already. (laughs) No, I'm happily said, but I don't think it answers the question properly. It's a bit of a shit answer. So I was talking about how, because drama school is part time and how I kind of want to, I'm kind of getting itchy fingers and I think I'm going to, after my, First term, I'm going to start looking for work so I can do acting work whilst training at the same time. And then uh, I was sending this to my mate Adam, who's now a retired actor. Um, he And he messaged back and was like, no, I don't think you should. He was like, you're not going to get another chance to do drama school again. You're not going to do it for a third time. So just you're going to be, be- better suited just um, putting all your energy into the training rather than actually. 
So it's kind of like opinion based, you know what I mean? So mm. it wasn't really that wrong, wrong, but I quickly changed my mind and was like, actually, you know, you're totally right. Fair enough. Cool. We're gonna have now I'm going to take my break now. Fucker. Let's go grab another coffee, another <laughs> tea and be back in a... We'll be back in like two seconds. You won't even know we've gone. Okay. So let's dive right back in. Um, what annoys you the most? Is it my question or your question? I think it's... Oh, it's my question. Yeah, it's yours. Yeah. Uh, what annoys you the most about people? Um, my biggest pet peeve is when people complain about something, so they moan like as if it's an injustice towards them, but then they mm. don't want to do anything about it. So that really annoys me about people. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, I think that's it, really. I think that's a good one. Um. What values are most important to you? Humility mm-hmm. is really high up on there. Um, and sincerity as well. I think I don't like people who bullshit other people and bullshit themselves. Um, and I hate arrogance. I just hate arrogance so much. Fair enough. Um, ooh, if you knew, this is kind of a bit of a Debbie Downer question. If you knew you only had one year to live, what would you do to change in your life? Or what would you change in your life? Sorry. Um, I'd probably make sure my girlfriend doesn't work as much so we can do more together. Mm-hmm. I'd probably see my family a bit more. Um, probably quickly go explore a few places travel a little bit with family and friends um that's about it really just try to spend more time with the people you care about mm-hmm. ultimately Good one. Mm. what's the weirdest thing about modern life that people just accept as normal oh that's a good one um weird weirdest thing about modern life that people just accept as normal Hmm. That's a really tough one. Don't you think? <laughs> I think I've got I've got an answer for that what I would be thinking, but um, it's your question. I know. It's a really hard one. Um something that people do regularly and then they just think it's totally normal. I do I do think that this whole I mean, it is still a little bit weird. I don't think people have totally accepted it as normal just yet. But I do think this whole uh, swiping right, swiping left, dating algorithm we have in society at the minute is really weird. Um, I don't know how normal it's been accepted as now. But yeah, that to me, that jumped out straight away at me. Fair enough. But I didn't know. I was trying to think if there was a better one. But yeah, no, I think that is a bit weird. Very shallow. True, true. Um, is Christmas stressful? Um, yes, I think. I think there's so many expectations around Christmas. How much fun you're meant to have, how relaxed you're meant to be, who to buy for this and that. Mm-hmm. So I love the feeling of the time of Christmas. But then, yeah, there's just a lot of expectations and then you've got to be here and you've got to be happy and then you've got so much drinking to do and partying. So, yeah, it's a bit stressful. Yeah. What part of your body would you robotize? Robotize? Get robotic. 
Ooh. If you had the chance, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going there. <laughs> not that. You don't want any thought, um, no thought to that. Huh, that's quite an interesting one. Because there are so many possibilities if you robotize, right? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be quite cool to have like a robotic eye. Eye. Yeah. So they could do like extreme vision. Like x-ray vision. And heat then, vision. Like, heat vision. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, and that's a good one. Bionic eye. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd go with an eye. Although I, getting it done would freak me the fuck out because I can't deal with eye-related Eyes things. Eyes are a bit nasty, aren't they? Freak me out. Um, okay. Um, do you believe that life after death is possible? Um life as what we probably expect it to be as life as you back again or someone back again no entity energy spirit potentially so i think again it's so, but in a, a conscious state of energy and spirit or no not your consciousness there'll be a there'll be the energy of what you were but then there won't be your consciousness you'll never have so your it's con- more like an imprint rather than necessarily yeah it's not another replication of yourself in consciousness i don't think anyway that's just my view cool um what's your go-to song for a bad day for a bad day i tell you what one of the songs that although i haven't listened to it for freaking years but one of the songs when I was uh, in my teens that always, this is so cliche. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it's really cliche. Go on. Um, but one of the songs that if I really just needed to let the emotions out that would, that I would play was uh, My Immortal, Evanescence. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a bit of a proper down. That's a proper, song. that's like, if you want to just force yourself to let the tears if out. If you want to wallow a, in your teenage. That's a good, yeah. Right. That yeah. is a, that was always a good. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. always pretty high on the list. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't listened to that for fucking years. <laughs> Bring it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what's an ideal weekend for you? Um, to be honest, it's very simple. I like just going down the road for a coffee, a little chat, maybe a little cake, go for a little walk around a lake or into green spaces. Maybe pop over to my family's, see my dad or see my mum. Mm-hmm. Um, just chill. And there's no stresses outside of that. And you're just like, you know what? I could just chill, can sip a tea, have a coffee. And some days they're like the best sort of weekends where it's just like, you know, I'm just going to pop to a little cafe and just mellow out. And it's good because it means you've got no other stresses outside. You can just be with that person, chat away, connect. And so, yeah, that's probably my weekends would be super simple that way. Cool. Um what are three things you're willing to splurge on for yourself? <laughs> apple, yeah. apple and apple. Yeah, I think that's all. <laughs> anything, anything apple makes, I'm buying. Um, I'm a proper fanboy. Uh, anything Star Wars related, particularly uh, midnight showing. Like, I'll be like, the money's there. Um, and the other thing would be seeing Muse live. I'm like, no, the money's there. They're your free go-to. No, those just... are probably my three. That's what you fire your money gun at. You're just like, yeah, take I'm just my like, money. no, fuck it, just do it. Take yeah, it money. is literally take my money. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was a good one. Um, ooh, which parent are you closer to and why? Um, probably my mum. I thought you were going to say that. Definitely, probably, well, actually, definitely my mum because I guess my mum and dad didn't live together after like a certain age, and so uh-huh. I was living with my mum. And um, I think a lot of people are usually more close to their mums. I think mums are a little bit more responsive. 
yeah. and a bit more emotional. So yeah, mumsy, but still closer to my dad. Still close to my dad. Yeah, you're pretty close to your dad. I'd yeah, say. and I think even closer as you get older. Yeah, I think between a man and his son. Yeah, I think their bond gets stronger, stronger as you get as older. You get older yeah. yeah, once sure. once you become a man, real man, real man, and then you can have real men you're conversations. A, you're a man now, my son. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Um, what do you fear most about getting older? Um, okay, uh, I fear. I look at um, like really, really, really old people that just have no um, very little ability to kind of look after themselves. But the thing that f- that I fear most about that, because I know it will drive me insane and it will just torment me, is you know, I, I saw this woman once where, where she was really, really old. She could barely move. She could barely talk. And all like her son and daughter and all the people looking after her were talking to her like she was a fucking child. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't know if I could... Like, that would drive me fucking nuts. Mm. It would drive me nuts. I mean, obviously they mean well, but I was like, that would just drive me insane. To be at that point where people feel like they have to basically patronize me and baby yeah. me yeah. Um, to lose that much bodily function scares the fucking life out of me Dang. Um, what's on your bucket list this year um, well turning 30 so I want to do like a little bit of oh, yeah, you are. flying somewhere I think um, definitely gonna try it well I want to go to New York with my little brother and my dad at some point and then also me and my girlfriend are figuring out where we want to go to, but it's looking likely that we might go San Fran and maybe Vancouver. Oh, nice. So those are things are on my bucket list for sure. A little bit of travelling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize. I f- forgot it was like your 30th this year, man. Mm-hmm. I forget you're a year older than me. Crazy stuff. You um, get? <laughs> <laughs> what do you look for in a girlfriend? Ooh. Um, one of the things that I'm most attracted to, um, and I think it's because I know that one of my worst qualities, as we talked about earlier, is offering my opinion when it's not (laughs) needed, wanted, or even necessarily a good one. Um, (laughs) And so one of the things that always makes me go is when a girl is the sort of girl that would just tell people to just shut the fuck up. (laughs) <laughs> and that you're wrong and somebody a girl that's really headstrong is like no you're wrong and this is why so shut the fuck up like that always makes me just go oh my god you're so fucking hot <laughs> that is like the number one aphrodisiac for me <laughs> good question um would you ever strip or pose nude in a magazine uh no because I wouldn't see the point. Oh, that's a very uh, <laughs> utilitarian view. <laughs> um, what irrational fear do you have? Uh, spiders. Spiders. Spiders is in my phobia. Any size? Do they have to get to a certain size um, before the fear kicks in? I mean, the tiny, in? like, tiny, tiny ones. But anything where you can uh, clearly distinguish the body and the legs. Oh, yeah, yeah. At that point, I'm like, no, that's when too big. the little fat back bit and you just like... Ugh. And you could crunch it. You off. could hear it crunch underneath your so foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's gross. Why did you do that? Sorry. Um, 
What's more important to you, status, power, or money? Um, it has to be one of those three. Status, power, or money? Because um, I know you'd probably not value either of those all too much. Um, I'd say, hmm, money, because money allows you to buy your experiences and choose what you do. So I definitely value money. And it's not just, oh, I've got lots of money. It's actually money's giving you choices. We've spoke about that mm-hmm. a lot on the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely that. Yeah, good one. Um, if you had to change your name for acting, what would your new name be? Hmm. And did you ever think about, oh, you know, when you have to put, okay. No, we had to, we had to come up I with remember. three options. That's what I want to hear. What were those options? So one of them was obviously my actual name. I remember there was another one, which I can't remember for the life of me, what it was. Do you not have like a ridiculous one? She was like so far from what your name is. No, because there are certain, well, yeah, also, but, but I kind of think that's a bit wanky. But there was one that I think, I think I must have switched my middle name in. Or one of my middle names, because I've got two. So it must have been Paul. No, I don't think it was, you know. Wayne Paul. No, I don't think it was. No, I switched my... F- oh, no. No. Both of them were Wayne. Because I remember I was like, no, I want to keep my first name if I can. So both of them were Wayne. So my last name changed. I can't remember what it was for that second one. But then there was one where I was like, I couldn't think of another last name. So I changed my first name and used my last name... My, sorry, I changed my first Just name. Just tell us what I the name was. my first name as my last name. So I had Wayne Ingram, and then I had another one that I can't remember, and then I, I went for, and this is kind of a bit shit, Alex Wayne. Alex Wayne. Which at, at the time I was like, that sounds kind of cool. I'd be happy with that. Alex Wayne, yeah. Fair enough. But then somebody was like, yeah, it kind of sounds like Alex Zane. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of glad that didn't play out. Cool. Sorry, that was a really long-winded way of answering that. Yeah, I was desperately trying to remember that second one. <laughs> but it just, it's not there. Oh it's God. gone. Um, ooh, I like this one. What is that one childhood fear that you've not told anyone yet? Ooh, childhood fear. Um, do you know what I used to really fear? I think I've mentioned this. I don't know if I've... T- I used to, when I went to bed as a child... I used to always have to run to the bathroom and make sure all the taps were off because I was afraid that the house house would flood and everybody in my house would die and it would be my fault because I didn't turn the taps off. So every night before I went to bed when I was a kid, I used to run to the bathroom because I'd be like, I can hear dripping in my head and I'm thinking, crap, if the tap's dripping, what if it floods the whole house and everyone dies, it'd be my fault. So I used to always run to the bathroom every night before I went into bed turn all the taps off, get back into bed. And then sometimes I'd even be like, they're still dripping, aren't they? And so I'd get back out and tr- do it again oh and just God. double check and then get back into bed. So it was a proper irrational thing. Yeah, it's almost OCD. It was, it kind of was a bit OCD. I don't know why, but it used to be something that I used to have to do. I did not know that one, <laughs> which I suppose was the point of the question. But yeah, that's a cool one. <laughs> well, not cool, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, have you ever stolen anything? <laughs> Yeah, um, but only from my sister, but I think that's fairly normal. Have you, no, never from like an actual... Not from an actual shop, no. Oh. No, I'm too, too well-behaved. Too behaved. honest. Yeah, fair enough. Too well-behaved. Um, what do you steal from your sister? 
<laughs> it's the most stupid thing. Um, it was when I was really, 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 really little. Um, and, you know, when your imagination kind of gets the better of you. Uh, she had, she went to, I can't remember where she went to. I think it might have been the Black Country Museum, uh, which is a great place if you're ever in the Birmingham area. Definitely check it out. It's fantastic. Um, but she bought a, a bottle of, I remember it really vividly, this small, tiny glass bottle with a cork in the top of fool's gold. Do you know what fool's gold is? No. So fool's gold is like basically uh, they've taken like s- stones and pebbles and polished them up right. and 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 basically tried to make it this precious thing, which is why it's called fool's gold. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's nothing precious about it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I was just fascinated by this bottle. <laughs> I think because it, cause it, was, it was tiny. It was like, um, not even like pebbles. It was like really tiny stones that had mm-hmm. been polished up and looked shiny and everything and it, there was this cork because it was a glass bottle with a cork in the top which i'd never really seen anything like that it just looked really interesting it looked yeah it was fat and i used to nick it from my sister's room all the fucking time and hide it <laughs> i don't know i have no idea why yeah <laughs> um oh this is a good one this is a very powerful nonsense question i think mm-hmm. what do a lot of parents do that screw up their kid um I think try to be overly nice. Mm-hmm. I think because then you don't get self-sufficient. And I think that when parents try to be overly nice, that makes their children more vulnerable because then they expect everything to be done for them. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say that probably. Not that I'm a parent. I was going to say spoken like a true non-parent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I've never parented, but I'm sure it's just a natural reaction to do that. But I think in some ways that probably messes up a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What feature would you remove from social media? What feature would I remove from social media? Huh. And it could be on any sort of platform. Do you know what? I think I'd remove the like. Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's what motivates most people. Off, mo- off Facebook. Off Facebook. Any. Twitter. Definitely Twitter, because I want a fucking retweet. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, off facebook off instagram off twitter all of it just the like function just get rid of it i hate it because <laughs> i think that's what motivates most people to do stupid fucking shit on fucking social media is for the likes um okay so i'm gonna have to use ask you to suspend your disbelief here a little bit mm-hmm. and use your imagination because you're in a very very long committed relationship however if you weren't in a long committed relationship <laughs> yes. okay and you were looking for a new one yeah what would be a relationship deal breaker for you hygiene it <laughs> really yeah i think if you like was smelly or i don't know didn't look after yourself that sort of something. I, again, I always look at initially, like not because I, I care about appearance and all that stuff, but initially you think if someone's in control of themselves physically, then mm-hmm. I think they're in control of other aspects of their life. So that for sure. Cool. Um, what makes an ideal flatmate? Cleanliness. <laughs> Cleanliness. <laughs> just control. That's it. Just, That's all I ask for. There you go. Just, you do what the fuck you want, but just clean up after yourself. <laughs> spoken from experience yes most definitely um are you lazy um tactically lazy only when you're kind of like relaxing but i think a lot of the time i just i hate when i feel like i haven't done anything so my default is not laziness even when i'm saying to myself jem you could go watch tv 
my brain's like, nah, what's the point? You're wasting time. And I'll end up going and do something else. I'll be like, okay, well, maybe you can put a TV on loud and you can do the hoovering or you can start doing stuff. So I don't think laziness is something, yeah, that kind of I do. It's never something that I kind of default into being lazy. No, Not in your DNA. Not in my DNA. No. Cool. Um, <laughs> have you ever farted on a packed train? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All the fucking time. You're that guy. I am that guy. Yeah, to be honest, I think it's because well. you're kind of like you're kind of like ah, it's all right, and then and then you have that moment where you go, oh fuck, it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely around me, and people <laughs> people can sense that I'm the epicenter of this smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then do you kind of look at people like you dirty bastard? Like you try to put the look on other people. My dad always used to tell me he was like, he's like, son, you know, you know, when you're in school assembly, he's like, son, if ever you fart in school assembly, just turn around and look at the guy behind you and discuss. (laughs) Always used to tell me to do that. (laughs) That's what you got to do on a train. So basically, you find your mark, someone that looks like they're the kind of person to really release one on the train. And then everyone on the train goes, I know it's you, because you look like the smelliest person on here. <laughs> but fair enough. Um, okay. Um, sorry. Oh, do you... This is a bit of a shit question, but um, long pause. Um, do you regularly burn incense? No, but I came very close to just yesterday. Oh, really? How come? Yeah, because... In my oh, yeah, you had a shit day yesterday, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, midnight. <laughs> now, to be honest, um, not often. Like, I try to open all the windows in my house as often as possible just so that you get that blast of fresh air. And uh-huh. I think the other day I actually managed to open every window in the house and the house was like feeling all fresh. And I was like, oh, it'd be great to put an incense on. And I was like, can't find the lighter. Forget it. So it came very close to, but didn't actually manage no to. No incense, but... I do like the smell of an incense, but then mm. sometimes you're too close to it and it, it bloody gives you a headache. So Yeah, true that. True that. Watch out for those incense. Um, um, describe a near-death experience or if you've ever had one. Oh, I've had one. Well, it's not really a near-death experience. When you felt most likely that you might die. But yeah, um, uh, this is... Oh, I might get ranty. Um, <laughs> the tube, right? <laughs> I'm at Stratford Station, okay? I might have told you this story. I think you told me this. I'm at Stratford Station. I'm en route. I'm en route to my end of the platform, right? And I, there's a group of people kind of talking, standing in a really fucking stupid place, right? <laughs> really fucking stupid. So I have to kind of like go around um, and kind of go around them. And as I'm kind of going around, this guy who's in the group, who's got his back to the track, just decides, in a really animated sense, to just full-on step backwards. Mm. And I literally, if I hadn't planted my feet, not only would I have gone onto the track, but there was a guy that was also trying to walk past in the other direction who, uh, basically, we both kind of clung onto each other, like, holy shit, uh, I've never given anyone such a fucking mouthful on the fucking tube platform. Because I would have, that would have been it. Would have been game over. Because mm. you know those tracks are electrified as well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So that would have fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, reminiscing on that anger. What do you lie the most about? Oh, what do I lie the most about? 
Um, I don't think I lie. I probably exaggerate stuff, okay. which is kind of a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes like... By definition, yeah. I don't know, my girlfriend would be like, did you do the blah, blah, blah? <laughs> and you'd be like, yes, spotless. <laughs> did you sweep? Yeah, no, I definitely swept. So it's more about like little duties or stuff like that that you can kind of big up that you, oh, I'm exhausted after all of that. <laughs> and then really all you did, you actually didn't do like, you only swept one part of the floor and... You only just, I don't know, stuff like that. Just stupid little jokey lies to get, like, sympathy for working so hard on when cleaning the house. Off. Yeah, exactly. Milking it. <laughs> making yourself look as good as possible. Oh, yeah, tight. the house is spotless. I opened all the windows. Even put an incense on. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of stuff. Um, when are you most yourself? <sighs> Ooh. Do you know what, dude? I think it's when me and you are just chilling, having a coffee. I feel, yeah. I agree. Like this podcast, just feel. Yeah, like, mm. but not so much the podcast because it's kind of. There uh, is an element of restriction. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But I think when it's just me and you just sat having a coffee, having a chat. Mm-hmm. I feel like those have been some some conversations which we've had, which we've had in the past, have been some of my most honest moments. Mm-hmm. The the. Biggest one being that time we were sat in the beer garden that summer before we started oh, doing the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Where I just went, ah, this sucks. Yeah, yeah, That's why I love doing those sort of like coffee mornings with people. Because I do think certain environments allow you just to relax, especially if you've got friends around you. That's why I say to people more often. like That's why I love going to like for a beer or to a pub with friends. And they mm-hmm. say like with mental health now and stuff like that, like it's good to kind of put yourself in those environments where it allows you to open up. Yeah. So Good, good to hear that. Question, good man. to hear that. Yeah, that was a good question. Um, do you believe in second chances? Yes. Because I think, again, people are always changing and adaptable. And I think that, um, I just think that you can't judge someone's actions on yesterday, today, because everybody can change. And so, in some ways, yes. I'm pro- it's probably easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Um, depends, though, because there's some things that you just... <laughs> some guys. I just, just had a, I just, you're just a twat. About seven, eight thoughts just came to mind. I would <laughs> never let you off for that. <laughs> so, I'm a hypocrite in that sense. So, uh, maybe. <laughs> um, which day would you gladly relive in your life? <sighs> One. Man, that's a tough one. That's a really fucking tough one. Do you know what? For me, it seems like an obvious one, but there's so many that I'm just going to go with this one because it's easier. Um, I think for me, when we did our third year show we performed at the Royal Undern Gate in Northampton on that beautiful stage in that beautiful auditorium I have just never had the joy of performing in a space like that um I hope I will again but so far that was just the most phenomenal phenomenal experience to be on that stage sweet um uh, could you list some occupations that you wanted to be when you were a kid? 
I wanted to be a archaeologist. Um, I also wanted to be a card. Like Indiana Jones archaeologist. Yeah, like digging stuff up, like finding artifacts. I used to always dig in my garden, like hoping that I might find something random. Um, and also I used to love... You just, dis- found the, just found the cat from years ago. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> Fluffy. And the other one was I, lo- I wanted to design cars. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I used to always draw, like I used to love drawing, like I used to have loads of posters of all like Lamborghinis, all the beautifulest cars. Mm. And so I used to draw them and I'd be like, oh, if I was to design a car, how would I design it? So those are two that were kind of oh, ones yeah, that I was like, cool. they were what I wanted didn't to Didn't take do. you for a car designer. I know, didn't come to fruition, but. Um, what do you wish you had, you had invented? Um, I'm sure there's one that I've gone, oh, I fucking had that idea. Um, even something that you didn't even have to have the idea. You just like, I wish I'd been the guy that came oh, up with come, that. Come up with that. Oh, well, I mean the fucking iPhone, man. Mm. I wish I was the guy that, I wish I was Steve Jobs. Well, no, not now. Cause he's <laughs> rest in peace. Um, but no, like, yeah, like that, that was, that's a fucking game changer. I'll be like, yeah, no. Oh, I'll tell you what, here's another one. Because the guy's fucking minted. Although not so much anymore. But the guy who invented text messages. Because mm. he get, used to get like a penny for every text message that was sent. Bloody Which hell. seems like a small amount. But when you think about the amount of fucking text messages that are sent. Mate, you're fucking minted. <laughs> just watching your bank balance every so often <laughs> just keeps just stacking up. Mad. Uh, oh, it's me. Um, what makes you feel the most alive? Um... You know what, again, it comes back to those like coffee shop moments where you're just connected with somebody. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel like really alive. I feel like ah, I'm, at, I'm relaxed, I'm open, I'm being seen, I'm hearing the other person. Yeah. But also another thing is just cold showers as well. I think that brings you straight back to like the moment. I can feel the cold, I can feel my body, I can feel the sensations in my body. So those two things really quite definitely make me feel alive. But I think there's something about connecting with someone deeply Mm-hmm. that makes you feel present i don't know why it is but it does definitely have that feeling mm-hmm. um what takes up too much of your time <laughs> uh i'm gonna be very vague uh <laughs> the day job <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's all i'm saying on that <laughs> <laughs> um if you could have one superpower what would it be and why? Hmm. Um, superpower. I think, oh, I don't know, it's a tough one because in some ways you kind of want to be immortal so that you could like live forever at the same time then who knows, you've got to live. to yeah. live. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe that as a superpower, but then maybe like you could decide when you want to wake back up and when you want to die for a bit. So then you can kind of like, oh, I'll die at 100, then I'll come back maybe like 200 years later and just see what's going on. So that'd be cool. And I just think just out of curiosity, what's going on then? What's changed? But then I think if you live forever constantly, then you maybe don't have as much meaning to your life because you're just like, oh, here forever. Everyone else is dying around me. So maybe that. Maybe. Cool. Um, what risks are worth, are worth taking? Fucking hell, Jem. Uh, <laughs> deep, deep, mate. That's a 
very broad question. What risks are worth taking? Or just a risk that you think, you know, uh, more people need to take this risk. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I think, and this is, I think it sums up partly why we do this podcast in many ways. Uh, I just think if you want, if you've got a dream, just fucking go for it, man. Just, if you want something, go for it. Don't fucking dilly dally about and be all like, oh, well, what if this and what if that? And just fucking try it. If it doesn't work, either give up or try again. Like, it's simple. Like, just... Just take the risk because what we're talking about, about when you said, do I fear not making it as an actor? Like I fear more the idea of not putting my all in and having regret that I didn't try hard enough. Mm -hmm. That's more of a fear for me than actually not making it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that, yeah. Um, do you think that confessions make a relationship stronger? Mm, don't know, really, because it could be stuff that you just think, like, what's the point bringing that up or something like that? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think you just got to trust each other ultimately. And if there's something that you don't have that you need to go to your chest and you think, oh, this relationship can't be as good unless I say this and actually I'm always thinking about this thing rather than actually being honest which allows for the relationship to go deeper then probably yeah you need to get it out but there's also probably times where it's best not to say anything because then you're not opening up a can of worms it's not stressing you I think if it's a confession it feels like a confession to you then it means you're probably holding on to it and you probably won't go as deep in your relationship unless you get it off your chest if you're thinking of it all the time this is a confession I really need to make this confession then Mm -hmm. that's probably a time to actually confess but I don't know, other stuff like, yeah. I guess that's sort of white lies thing, isn't it? Is it best just, uh, yeah. let it just... What's big enough that you need to and what's small yeah. enough that you can probably... Exactly. Um, cause more harm than good. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what makes you doubt yourself? Huh. Um, uh, that's a good one. Do you know? Do you know what? It's quite a sad answer, but freaking women, man. <laughs> uh-huh. That's probably when I'm at my kind of like I don't really know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. Stage is usually because of a woman of some kind. Uh-huh. Oh, my life's so tragic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you ever done a shit in the woods? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your Chinese astrological sign? Oh shit! Um, I think it's the dragon. Is that- I think you're right, actually. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's a dragon. <laughs> what area of your life needs the most work? I feel like I'm like your counsellor. <laughs> Sorry, this must have been on like how to how to like self improve. Hundred questions for self improvement or something. Um, yeah, women. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can't go women from this point. No, forward. but I mean, what, but do you know what I say? I say that yeah. actually, but in the last twelve months, I have completely, I think, disregarded that. Yeah, sort of I just don't give a shit anymore. Like, I've stopped caring. Mm. Um, so maybe that's not, but that's kind of that's kind of been the constant in my life where I've kind of been like ah, the women thing. Just, I just haven't got it right yet. <laughs> and then I'll meet someone and then that will go tits up and then I'll be like, oh, okay, on to the next one and then that will go tits up and yeah. which I suppose it's everyone, I suppose, but there we go. Uh-huh. Except you, because you've been in a 12-year relationship. 13. 13? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, 
Do you always smile for pictures? Yes, but I have this... You never this... do a pouty thing? No, I always smile, but I have this weird thing that if people make me smile for too long, my cheek starts twitching, <laughs> which is really flipping annoying. And then sometimes you kind of have to, I have to keep going, hey, hey, <laughs> you know, when you make that noise because you need to convince yourself that you need to smile. And so I'm just, and people are like, why, my girlfriend's like, why are you making that noise? I'm like, because I'm trying to smile, hey, hey, <laughs> which is quite funny. <laughs> and then she takes piss at me a lot for that. Um, which year do you think, like we said before in quotes, will you make it as an actor? Which year will be the year that you think, you know what, this year will kick off? Okay, so where are we? 2018. Well, if there's a year that you're going to hit all out of the park, like... Mm. I've got a good feeling about 2025. Cool. Not necessarily... Well, how do you mean make it? I mean, that year you think... There's I mean, you're going to have stuff there's going through. Yeah, there's a breakthrough. This could be that could be your first ever, like, big feature like this in cinemas. I think 2025. And I think 2025 because... Actually, no. No, do you know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to go 10 years' time, 2028. Okay. 2028. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, when have you felt your biggest adrenaline rush? Um... I don't know, because usually I get adrenaline rushes when I'm bloody... Um, going on a plane or if I'm in a lift mm-hmm. so that's not yeah they're, they're not like cool adrenaline rushes like they're like I think when I went up like the Empire State Building and that lift is literally so long it takes like three or four minutes and oh, I hate yeah and given that that's like one of your biggest and then it, it just keeps going and I think I remember I got to the top of the Empire State Building and when I stepped out of le- the lift I was like I need to sit down because my adrenaline was so high that my legs were like jelly. Like I was just feeling, like I was like, everything was like kind of shaky. My fingers uh-huh. were twitching. I was like mental. So yeah, I think that's it really. And then it's obviously, maybe if you've been in like fights when you're younger and stuff like that, you get a little sudden adrenaline rush. But the daily ones are like, when I go to lift, straight away adrenaline rush. When I get on a plane, it's about to take off, adrenaline rush. Uh-huh. For sure. Um, why do you think you've been doing this podcast for so long? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I think, I think we, the thing is, like, if we weren't doing this podcast, we'd have these fucking conversations anyway, which is partly why we started the podcast in the first place. Um, and I think it, you know, having the sponsorship from the uni certainly helped the longevity of it. I don't think had we not had that, we'd still be doing the podcast now. However... I think that's given us enough momentum to carry forward. Um, and also, like, because before we did the podcast, we didn't see that much of each other after uni, did we? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of forced us to see more of each other, almost to the point that you probably see too much of me now. <laughs> um, but, mm. yeah, it's good me, you time. It's conversations we'd have anyway. And, yeah. It's good for our own personal development. It makes us question our own views a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if a genie granted you three wishes right now, what would you wish for? Um, uh, I guess 
all the stuff for the world, I guess, like uh, feed everybody who's in poverty, um, try and make people live harmoniously. Um, I guess what would be the last one? I think like just to wipe out depression because I think if people are more positive in more positive mindset, the world's going to do better. Everyone's going to be happier. So yeah, just that people are happier, not happy all the time, but just happier. I think that'd be my free. Get you being all <laughs> peace and love. Um, when did you realize you couldn't have a normal job? <sighs> I remember promising to myself that I would not, get myself sucked into the nine to five mentality before I went to drama school. Cause there was a guy who was in my amateur dramatics place who had trained as an actor and he, <clears throat> um, as is so tempting for so many actors, he decided when he's out of work, acting work, he's going to go do amateur dramatics to keep the muscle going. Um, and so he did that. But then he also had to pay the bills, so he got sucked into the nine-to-five job. And then that was basically it. That was his career done because he was he was comfortable doing the amateur dramatics thing because he was doing what he loved, um, but also paying the bills. And that was kind of... He was settled, and I was like, no, I don't want that. Like, I'm, be- I'm not better than him, but I'm better than that. Like, I can achieve more than that. Um, and I, I was determined to do it. So I remember, I remember exactly where I was when I... When I thought that as well. Mm-hmm. Very vivid memory for me. Good question. Um, I can't see the question, but I saw it a second ago. Uh, what is... Ah, what lies do you most often tell yourself? Lies. Um, hmm, don't really tell myself too many lies. I do probably say to myself when I'm going to get something done by and my brain's just like no we'll do it when you actually feel motivated to do it Uh so that's the one where I'll be like okay when I get in the first thing I'm going to do is do all those things and I'm just like I'll get in and my body will be like no I don't feel like it right now go make some food and maybe relax or so read a book for a bit and then you can do it so yeah I guess it's lies I guess that's getting to know how your brain thinks and so you'd be like i don't force myself to do stuff when it doesn't feel like it even like this morning i could have went to the gym but i was like how does my body feel do you want to go like even speak to my body do you want to go so it's uh-huh. like, no you played football last night just chill and i'm like really it was you just being lazy no, no no you just need to chill okay so those sort of ways of thinking um if you couldn't be an actor like for some reason acting was not something that existed in life okay what would be your go-to career Okay, so if acting didn't exist in life, so it was just not a career option. Yeah, there was not an option there. Then that would mean that my backup, which I've always said, if ever I had like an accident where I just couldn't physically act anymore, this is probably what I'd do, would be directing theatre. But that wouldn't be a possibility that because be, that exist. Nothing acting to wouldn't do exist. Yeah. So I guess I probably good, would have gone into tech in some way, shape or form. Probably product design around tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that probably would have been my choice. Um, uh, Oh, yeah. If you're in a bad mood, do you prefer to be left alone or have someone cheer you up? 
left alone 100 <laughs> yeah, percent. honestly too. i'm just like i even say to my girl i'm like look just leave me i'm in a bit of a mood something's come up it's stressed me i need like one hour to myself and then i'll kind of get myself out be like okay thank you for letting me have that space and now uh-huh. i'm good so yeah definitely left alone um what do you wish you knew more about <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> not saying that um <laughs> <laughs> no, i feel like you should no um Just, I think, um, just human psychology, man, and the way people tick. Mm-hmm. Just the way people tick. And, like, that's why I love the Robert Greene books. I'm still listening to The Art of Seduction and then The 48 Laws of Power. Um, I quite like to read his mastery book as well. Although that's a different subject. That's not about people interaction. That's about self-development. But mm. I'd be intrigued to read it. But yeah, just the way people tick just really intrigues me. Mm. Just really, really intrigues me. On a more deeper level than kind of like, oh, what does he like? You know? Mm. You should check out, um, what's it, Charlie Munger's something like 48 biases or something like that. Ooh. Which is really interesting. Okay. It's basically like just biases of human beings and all their kind mm-hmm. of flaws and quite interesting it's not even like a book it's just he's like literally just wrote down a load of biases oh, okay. that you need to look out for excuse me <laughs> sorry oh it's me um what's your favorite color green oh used to be mine when i was a kid yeah i like green changed to purple though i really love purple mm. um <clears throat> there you go that was a free answer for you then yeah <clears throat> um what's your current best claim to fame Claim to fame. Uh, so, like, you were telling us, oh, that is the closest I've been to fame. I don't know if I have one. <laughs> I don't know if I have one, you know. Probably your billboards in Northampton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about those. Yeah, Northampton Uni used my theatre company as a marketing camp, uh, like the face of a marketing campaign. Mm. Social enterprise, and yeah. I was, on a, I was on a billboard. Massive one. Several billboards, actually. Yeah, exactly. around Northampton. And in fact, I think around the country as well. I think it was used not just locally. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Um, have you ever cried because you were so happy? Um, I do. I like what you said. Like, I cry when I think, like, if I watch something and someone's done, like, extreme good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think sometimes that's even, like, when people share these, like, videos obviously they're quite annoying viral videos but every now and then you get one that actually is just like fuck me humans are good peoples people that's when i'm humans are good peoples they are good peoples <laughs> um yeah when people do extreme good and selflessness that sometimes makes me get a bit teary mm. yeah yeah um, same what is the most annoying question that people ask you <laughs> what have I seen you in? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be that. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And I say to someone, I'm like, no, what have I seen you in? And I'm like, I've got to the point now where I go, absolutely fuck all. <laughs> I just tell them straight. So I can't be asked with the bullshit that comes with it. It's uh-huh. just... <laughs> yeah, definitely that question. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what do you think? What? Oh, okay. What do you think makes me smile? Makes you smile. Um, um, 
<laughs> probably getting a new bloody Apple product through the post. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and also once a pizza arrives hot. Yes. And you open that box for the first time and you're like, oh, God. Oh, it's that first slice of You know of when you open the box just... and the heat kind of hits oh. your face a bit and the smell wafts into your face? You are so right. I think those two things. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's, uh, what's something that you have to unlearn? Something I have to unlearn? Uh, like it's a tri- I guess it's kind of, I guess that one you said earlier about the whole... Giving my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just yeah. stop. Yeah, that's quite a good one. Yeah, just, yeah. That was that was the first thing that popped into my head, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Cool. Um, if you could change anything about your past, what would it be? Um, I think I wish I had my confidence that I have now uh-huh. back when I was a lot younger. Uh-huh. But I think most people probably wish they had that. It's just experience and maturity. I think obviously when you're younger, you've got all these expectations that you think people are placing on you and actually they don't exist. And so you're just like, ah, if only I've had this brain at that age, then you'd be like, oh my God, I'd be killing every aspect of life. I'd be the most cool guy in school. I'd be the Uh most rich guy at that age. I'd be whatever else. So that for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. What age would you be satisfied to live to? Satisfied. So this is not where I'd want to live to, but I'd be like, no, I've had good innings. If I I get to there, if I get there, I'll be chuffed. 90. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 90 for sure. Um, Man, some of these are all about, relationships now <laughs> it's like well you've been in a 13 year long relationship can't really ask you that um oh what's the one thing you'd like to change about yourself similar um, to the last question but now talking about the present rather than the past what i'd like to change about myself uh, um not too sure I'm Probably. just so damn perfect. I just think I've hit all cylinders. I'm just like <laughs> the perfect kind of specimen of a human being. So it's quite tough. Um, I think I still put pressure on myself. Uh-huh. So maybe like give you, I, 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 that's one thing I don't do. I don't probably give myself as much props. And I've always been that way. If someone like says, oh my God, you're just doing so good or something like that. I don't even like let it even touch me. I just be like, that means nothing to me. And so sometimes probably just like, Except maybe you have done a right job, so that would be probably the one thing. Cool. Um, what is something you will never do again? <laughs> I want to know what you think I'm going to say now. No, no, just it's funny. Um, one thing I'd never do again. <laughs> I have no idea, you know. Um. Probably start a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's a really hard one. Yeah. Yeah, I just like that. Oh, I tell you what, this is a really non-answer, but I would never again eat cod liver oil and malt, Ugh. which I was practically force-fed as a child by my parents. Yeah. It was, it, we joke, it was borderline child abuse <laughs> in my family. We were like, because my dad used to have it as a kid mm. and my nan had said... Because I was a really fussy eater when I was a kid. So my nan had, my dad's mom had said to my parents, oh, you know, just feed him cod liver oil and malt. That'll, that'll help sort him out. <laughs> so 
I was forced. It was this thick. I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's I have. disgustingly. It's just this thick, oily black tar yeah, in a yeah, jar, yeah. right? And I used to have to have it with my breakfast every fucking morning. It's the yeah. most fucking disgusting thing in the world. But my dad used to have it as a kid, yeah, right? Yeah. For my nan. So it's just gone down. And he was like, he was like, oh, it tastes like toffee. It tastes like toffee. It does not taste like toffee. Let me just tell you now. It does not taste like toffee whatsoever. So I used to have it and I used to heave every fucking morning. And my parents used to go, stop fucking heaving. Right. Yeah. And then this went on for like a year or two. Well, it felt like that. It that might have been a, shorter. That is, that is abuse. It might have been shorter because I was a kid and time. Feels, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, this went on for ages. And then one morning my dad was like, you need to fucking sort yourself out, son. It's not that... Well, it wasn't swearing at me, but you need to sort yourself out, son. It's not that bad. He had a spoonful of it and he went, fucking hell, son, you're not having that again. <laughs> so the whole time he... The whole time he hadn't tried himself. No. Oh, but he'd had it when he was a kid and yeah, his memory yeah, yeah. of it was completely different. Bloody hell. <laughs> hmm. Great story. I love that story. Okay. Where do you think you'll be 10 years from now? Um, I don't. To be honest, I don't think I'll be living in London. What? Yeah, I think. Uh, dude. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Are you... I think not too far from London, but hopefully away from London. And then I want to have like a nice country house in the country. <laughs> um, Maybe that's the only thing that I think would be different. I think I just don't think I'd be in the sort of crazy bustle of London uh, okay. in terms of where I am physically. But then. Yeah, I don't know what else we'll bring. I don't like to plan too much. But yeah, my longer term ambitions would be to be outside of Get London. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, <laughs> just do the hard work over the next 10 years in London and then not be too far away because I think London will always be home. But then I think, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just, you know, when you're an old, getting older and you're just like, yeah, I just want to get out of this like bustle. And, uh-huh. But I'll probably still be here, to be honest. <laughs> um, what are you addicted to? Pizza. Fair enough simple um would you again i need you to use your imagination a little actually no it's a bit of a non-answer now because of your last answer so i'm going to change that question um have you ever lost someone close to you um no but recently i'd say that you know with chester bedding from lincoln park that like mm. hit me quite hard actually and i think that's because it's that whole youth thing yeah they were like a band that kind of like sort of like the soundtrack to a period of your life and so when he died i actually genuinely felt grief and down and sad and like i was like holy shit if this is someone that i've never like actually uh-huh. obviously you've seen him live a couple of times but like to that was something that i was like shit if that's what grief is like and that's not even like a close family I was like, oh God, when someone actually close to you goes, you're gonna be I'm gonna be like a wreck. But I did also get really emotional at my girlfriend's granddad's funeral, which was actually that was probably like the one as close sort of loss. So yeah, yeah those two Yeah, actually I was like the only one like bawling my eyes out like crazily. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. That's nice though, man. Yeah. Considering it wasn't a blood relative of yours. Uh-huh. It's on the other side of the family. Yeah. That's quite nice. Um what book has impacted you the most or audio book or something that you just like, wow, that really changed my views. I think the book that has impacted me the most, um, which is not going to come as a surprise to anybody that's listened to this podcast for long enough is probably Steve Jobs, 
uh, biography. Mm-hmm. That changed my view on so many things. Mm-hmm. Can see that you are a massive Apple fanboy. Apple just keeps creeping its way into. I your think houses. it made my fanboyness ten times worse. Oh God. Because now I'm like, yeah, but I understand why they made that decision. So, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Would you rather be be attacked by a big bear or a swarm of bees? Mm. I'd probably say a bear because at least it's one on one. Mano e mano. Yeah, exactly. Bees, you'd be like swatting them, but they're just coming from every angle. Whereas a bear, I feel like. You probably got, I don't know if there's like that. Bees are horrible. They'll just like sting the crap out of you. Whereas a bear can give you like that one blow, but you still got a chance. If he like you chuck a log at his head, it's gonna wind him up, and somehow you get up a tree, you're good. But bees, they're just gonna follow you forever. They're relentless. So definitely take on the bear. Cool. Um, this one you probably may have answered already. What's something you're self conscious about? No, at the minute, at the minute, although it's getting better because I'm seeing progress, getting them gains, <laughs> um, my belly. Your belly. In the last couple of years, I've become really self-conscious about my yeah, belly. It did grow. Yeah, it got a little <laughs> bit out of hand there. <laughs> it's a bit better now. Yeah, but. attacking it now at least. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, oh, this one's a tough one. Um I think people wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just does my head in. And so like when people are doing shit, I'm just like, why are you doing it in this way? It's such a waste of time. Let's just get to the point and get it done. And then when people, yeah, people who just drag shit out, just get it done. There's a quick answer to it. Just do it. Stop wasting everybody else's time. So mm-hmm. that for sure. Have you ever saved someone's life? Yeah, the guy that uh, I clung to on the edge of the platform. I'm pretty sure I saved his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, just by existing, I've saved so many people's lives from, you know, just misery, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you swim well? Yes, I can swim pretty well. But then um, I think like one year I went swimming again, stupidly drunk, or a bit hungover. And then I swam because I'm quite fast at swimming as well. And I think I swam so fast, but I had a hangover and it made me have a bit of a panic attack in the water, which was horrible because I was quite far out. Mm. And it made me kind of now have this sort of a little bit of a fear for swimming, especially like out far. So, but I am a good swimmer. I wish I was. And I didn't learn to swim till I was like in year six, you know, when you go swimming. So I was a proper late learner of swimming. That's good, man. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, if your childhood had a smell, what would it be? Ooh. Either a Sunday roast, smell of a Sunday roast, particularly like a garlic chicken Sunday roast, or, and this is because of my nan's house, who was, she was a really heavy smoker, so stale cigarette smoke. Mm-hmm. Nan's houses are such a smell that you remember, isn't it? Yeah. Because I even had that. Yeah, I literally had that yesterday. I was at football. I don't know where, but I got this waft and it randomly smells. I was like, that smells like my Nan's house. It was such a uh-huh. weird thing. And then suddenly it flashes you back to that feeling. Smells are like really cues, aren't they? For yeah. For like moments of life. 
Yeah, we uh, use it in acting a lot sometimes. Mm. If there are particular smells that bring on bring a emotion, it's, it's a quick tool that you can use. Interesting, very stuff. powerful. Um, what was the last concert you saw? Um, I went and saw Placebo, and that was kind of why I was, I've been lately in that sort of listening to old rock tunes and stuff like that. And I was listening to a bit of Placebo, and I thought, I wonder what they're up to nowadays. And I searched, and oh, was that recently then? Yeah, and they had a gig. I went up about probably two, three months ago. And had a gig in London, so I was like, mm, I'll go check them out. It's about Eminem. It's pretty sick. Eminem, Eminem's coming, playing in Twickenham. Is he? Yeah. Mm. In the summer. I know he's all like got a beard and everything now. All right, what the hell? Um, how do you get in the way of your own success? Oh, I overthink. I overthink and I don't trust my gut enough. I think. <laughs> See? <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, yeah, that that'd be that'd be that. Um, okay. Counter to my previous question, what was your first concert? Uh, well, my first concert. I actually don't think I remember what my first concert was. Um, it might. It might be in me, or it might be. Yeah, I think it was in me. I think it might have been like, you know when um, HMV Up London used to do like rock gigs in the actual store? It might have been like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get that in Birmingham. Yeah. So they used to have like cool <laughs> rock bands or like a mixture of rock bands. I think so anyway. I'm not 100%. Um, okay, this is kind of like a quick fire one. Uh, crash with friends or stay in a hotel? Crash with friends. I thought so. Crash with friends. You have much more fun. Um, okay. Um, I love our little like noises we make between questions. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm running out of questions probably, now, so I'm kind of like. I could probably make the whole episode like an hour long if we just take out all the doodies. Yeah, um, um, true. Uh, you're next. Um, oh, we've been going over two hours. How far? How many? Cause not too long now. We're okay. probably about, I don't know, 30 to go. So okay. we could go quite quick. Okay. What makes you feel super loved? Uh,. At night when you get into bed with your partner and just like hug it out. Maybe you're just watching something on the iPad and just chill. And then when you roll over, you have a little snuggle. That's quite nice. Oh, There you go. Aww. There you go. Um, have a night out or an evening in? Well, it really does depend on my mood. Right now, an evening in. Mm-hmm. Um... Are you more afraid of death or not really living? Um, not really living, because I think death's inevitable anyway. Mm-hmm. If money was no object, what would you do all day? Ew. <laughs> 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 um, if money was no object, then I would... I don't really know. I th- I think I'd be working on acting projects. I'd just be, yeah. Doing your own. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that'd be it. If money was no option, no object, sorry, and uh, I just didn't have to worry about rent, then I would literally just be going from project to project to project. Just creating your own bits yeah. and pieces. Creating my own, auditioning for more, like, yeah. that, that'd be it. That'd be my life. Um, what is a dream you've never said out loud? A dream? Um, I couldn't answer this one, to be fair, so... 
I'll just I'll say like a little random dream again when I was young I used to have this random dream and it was like a reoccurring dream for so long like a nightmare actually and it used to be that my nan was taking me and my brothers out we'd all be at the front door in our house this kind of links with the ghost thing as well and this was like a reoccurring dream I had when I was young my nan would be like oh Jem are you ready to go out we're all going out we're all at the front door and I looked down at my feet and I've got no trainers on I was like shit I've left my trainers upstairs I would go upstairs and I would go into my bedroom and then I would go like to look under my bed to get this my trainers and then this ghost would come out and it would just scare the shit out of me and in that moment I would just like wake up and I had that like reoccurring dream for like so long when I was young and I used to hate going to sleep because I was thinking I'm going to have that dream again and I and it happened so many times oh man recurring dreams are weird I had some weird little fears when I was young I don't know why um What's your favourite position to watch Netflix? Oh, I thought that was just going to be it. What's your favourite position? <laughs> What's your favourite position to watch Netflix? Yeah. What, as in, like, lying down? Yeah. Up? Oh. How do you do it? What's your go? Like, when okay. you're getting ready to watch Netflix, okay. what, what's the... What's your stance? I have a bit of a ritual. Like, if yeah. I'm going to sit and watch something, mm. I have to have some snackage. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of like, I'm either sat up in bed... Pillows prop behind you? Pillows, pillows prop behind me, yeah. Or I'm in the living room, sofa reclined. There you go. What's your snack of choice for Netflix watching? It really does depend depend on my mood, to be honest. There's no kind of go-to. It's usually my, my point where I just kind of pop to the shop and go, yeah, I fancy that. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm worried about what this next question you're going to ask me because you're chuckling to yourself. It's quite funny. Uh <laughs> Oh, do you ever judge someone for the dark secrets they told you? Um, I think if anybody tells you a dark secret, you're obviously going to judge them because it's like, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess if they're a friend and you're kind of like, oh, okay, it's a dark secret, but actually, fair enough, Alicia was honest about it. You'd be like, okay, you give them props for that, but you still might judge them. But hey, but you wouldn't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm really judging you right okay. now. Okay. Wayne. Oh God! What's this question? <laughs> Who would you let punch you directly in the face? <laughs> um, I think it'd be you, dude. I think it would be you. Just let you. You just... practically punch me in the face anyway when yeah. we're at the gym. Yeah. Just not directly. It's an indirect punch in the face. More like a punch in the nads, actually. Yeah. <laughs> just demasculate me. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's nice. Uh, no way I'm just going to wail on you well you said if anybody was it was me (laughs) yeah that's not that's not permission that's not an invite that's not an invite no Um, if you had to move to a distant land without your friends and family would you do it Um, no (laughs) Um, but like it's a matter of life or death like you had to do it like as if look this this world this part of the world is disappearing uh-huh you've got me yeah of course yeah so it's a apocalypse yeah apocalypse scenario yeah you've got like you're in you're in croydon <laughs> all your family's this end of london yeah okay you've got 30 minutes to, to get go. out of dodge yeah you either leave your family and friends yeah well, or you die. And you've got no chance of saving them, so... Well, you, it's 30 minutes. You're not going to get from no, Croydon exactly. to... Then I guess the survival instinct would kick in. You'd be like, all right, I'm going to survive because ultimately, what's the point of life? You're going to be like, ah, oh, I'll just go back and die with the rest of them. And it's like, well, we've all lost then. So I probably would I'd be like, okay, let's see what I can do. It's not going to be ideal, but your survival instinct will kick in. 
Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. How seriously do you take a game of Monopoly? Oh, so seriously. Me and my brother had one of our biggest bust-ups over a game of Monopoly because he was being an arsehole. <laughs> he was making... You know when people start making these dodgy deals of like, oh, well, if you... I they make up their own and then, deals. And then it won't, well, you won't have to pay any rent if you land on this. And it was mm. like deals like that. And my sister's boyfriend at the time just made a really dodgy deal and I was like bro do not accept that deal because he will win this game if you accept that deal he will win this motherfucking game and he accepted it and then he wouldn't make any similar deals with me arsehole he was like yeah because I know you want to win I'm like fuck you (laughs) so yes maybe a little too seriously yeah far too seriously you saw how passionate I got about it then (laughs) um I think we've got to start banging out some quick... I know, I'm trying to find them because I'm running out of questions now. Well, not running out, but... Um, da, 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 da. What's your idea of a perfect vacation? Um, I like cities, so just hitting up a city that I haven't been to, walking around, having those coffees, having a few beers. So yeah, city breaks for me, actually. Um, oh God, where am I? Here we go. What's the longest amount of time you're willing to admit you've spent lying on a couch without moving? Um, I think I've done a whole day. I've done a whole day. <laughs> Just in front of the TV. Just full out commitment. Full on commitment, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, when you were a kid, what did you dress up as for Halloween? Um, to be honest, it was probably like something simple because my mum really didn't like celebrate that much and i don't think you should Uh give us money to dress up so probably like with a bin bag and then mascara around my eyes to be honest (laughs) and that's not even a lie (laughs) that's not even a lie that is not even a lie that is the truth i probably just i was a bin bag um what's the most you've ever (laughs) spent drunkenly at mcdonald's the most I've spent. Yeah, McDonald's whilst, like, drunk. Probably about 15 quid. Fucking hell. Yeah. And I don't think they ate it all. (laughs) Um, Would you ever consider cosmetic surgery? Yes. I think so. Well, as you get older, if there's something that you think, oh, that'll keep me looking a little bit more dashing still, then why not? Still? Still. You've got to be dashing in the first place, mate. Hey. It's covered, mate. Um... What's the worst thing about the male race? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, where to start? Uh, just one thing that you just think, you know what, if men were less this. Um, aggressive. Okay. Particularly when dealing with rejection. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of the cause of some of the issues that we have right now. Because women are afraid. Mm. In fact, all of that stuff. Just the whole, the whole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That whole thing. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, um, Would you like to have kids? Yes. If you could replace the handshake as a greeting, <laughs> what interesting new greeting would you replace it with? I always like in... Uh, I mean, it... You'd hate it, and and people would hate to introduce themselves to each other. But I really like um, on in like Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, where the dwarves see each other and they just headbutt each other. <laughs> I've always thought that's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so go for that. Um, what uh, following on from my 
Previous question. What type of parent do you think you'd be? Um, my girlfriend always says that I'm going to be too, like, free, like, not put too many rules around the place. So uh-huh. I think I'll be the kind of parent that will kind of just be like, feck it, if you don't feel like going in today, fuck it. I tell you go. what, if you have a daughter... She's going to be the most spoiled fucking daughter ever. Potentially. She'd be a proper fucking I think daddy's all, girl, I think. Probably. Um, <laughs> what always sounds like a good idea at the time, but but rarely is? Dominoes. <laughs> I always regret dominoes the next day. <laughs> I always feel like shit. I thought you meant like the game dominoes. I was like... <laughs> No, not that dominoes. <laughs> that would have been a great ordering one. a dominoes. I'd be like, fuck me, dominoes really that bad. <laughs> so he goes, do you want to play a game of dominoes? I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, and then at the end, I'm like, why did I just do that? You would regret it. Though. You would regret it. But I don't think it ever sound like a good idea yeah, at the time true. either. Cool. <laughs> uh, do you think you're brave? Um, in certain aspects of life, but probably not in all. There's probably elements where you know you feel stronger or more like you can handle something, mm-hmm. but not everything. What one stat do you love sharing? <laughs> what one stat do I... Or do I, you keep just bringing up into conversation? No, I think it's something, uh, again, me with stats, right? Uh, as we were talking about in the yeah. episode a few weeks ago. But it's something like by uh, 2020, uh, 50% of the UK population will be Elvis impersonators. <laughs> It's a bit of an out-of-date stat now, but based on the trajectory about 10 years ago, uh-huh. the amount, the uptake in Elvis impersonators... Oh, really? The, the, the upward trend meant that by 2020, 50% of the male UK population would be Elvis impersonators. Is that your, like, chat-up lines? That's, that's, my, that's why I don't pay too much attention to stats, because you can make them sound... Say whatever you, the fuck you want them to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Um... What's the most extreme example of poverty you've ever seen? Ooh. Um, I think in Turkey, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of kids just on the streets. And I think that's probably the worst I've seen is just how many kids are like in poverty on the streets. And like, you think, wow, these kids are like super, super young. And like, if you was in London, there's no way you'd be like, where's your parents? Whereas in Turkey, in some places you're like, it's normal to see these like, and I really, really, I don't know, maybe four or five year olds just like mm-hmm. on the street. So that's probably the worst I've seen. Um, what's quite possibly the most annoying thing ever? The most annoying thing ever. People, p- people who cut you up when you're fucking walking down the street. <laughs> that drives me nuts, particularly on the tube. You know when people are walking, you're trying to walk around them and they just seem... It's like they're not even looking at you, so they can't be getting in your way purposely, but it seems like they are perfectly aligned with where you want to walk. Yes, I had it the other day and I it's just... So annoying, isn't it? And then, you, and then you get to the point where you physically can't get around them and so you start walking so slow behind them. You're like, you don't even know how annoying you're currently being. I cannot get around you. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate you, but you have no idea about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty high up on my annoying, mm-hmm. annoying list. Um, do you... Do you nick things from your hotel room? Um, yeah, sometimes, but it's not. I guess if they're yours, do they, I mean, I will never take something like a towel that's already theirs. But like, I'll take like if I leave the soaps and bits and pieces. Sometimes I'll take it, and then I'll never use it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just a reminder of of your guilt. Yeah, just sat in your bathroom. Yeah, I guess. Um, what's the weirdest tradition your family has? Oh, I don't think we have any. And actually, I was. Um, 
I was kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I was kind of a little bit upset because a friend of mine um, was telling me once about his family's um, Christmas traditions and they usually end up having a, a, a rock in from rugby, you know, mm-hmm. they're a Welsh family. You see, all, the, all the men end up having a rock. Wait, is it a rock? Is it a scrum? Scrum. 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 Um, in the middle of the living room on Christmas Day. I was like, that's a really weird one. But my family don't really have any weird traditions. Mm. And actually, I don't think we have enough traditions. Mm. Fair so, enough. Bit of a non-answer. Sorry Start one next year. Yeah, right. Um, oh, God. Uh, I'm running out of questions. There's my sound again. Um... Oh my god! Sorry, sorry, sorry. This sorry. is why I have all my sorry. questions lined okay, up. Okay, here's here's an apt question. Are you patient? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you put yes, up I with am. me for long enough. I know. Did you see that? <laughs> um, what app on your phone do you wish you used more? Uh, there's an app that I recently downloaded. I've downloaded it twice at the start of the last two years, and then I never do it. Which is one second every day, which I definitely recommend. Have you heard about this? Nope. Um, it's basically. Um, an app where you record one second of video every day uh, for the year and then it generates a kind of highlight video for mm-hmm. the year um, at the end of the year I think, about a, five minutes. I think there's a TED talk about the guy or there's a TED talk about a guy who did that for mm-hmm. a whole year or and yeah it's quite interesting it is cool cool um, what do you use to cope when you're feeling uncomfortable the breath just try to oh, open. very scientific of you. Yeah, honestly, just breathe in as deep as I can. And I think, okay. And then they say that there's certain positions, if your body's in it, it can't feel ang- anxious. So like having the chest open. So if I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'll just be like, okay, Jem, deep breath, be in the moment, be present in that moment. And then that kind of like tends to calm me down a bit. Um, what puts you off a girl instantly? Uh... Oh, um, instantly. Like as soon as you walk in, oh, that's it. Being like a proper bitch. <laughs> you know, like when they're like, you know, like the, the, you know, like mean girls, the plastics, mm. like girls like that with that attitude of like everyone's beneath them mm. is the most unattractive fucking quality. Mm-hmm. Just completely. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Did you get a text message? No, I did get a text message. <laughs> um, it was a semi-urgent one as well, but never mind. <laughs> um, what are you most thankful for? Health. Yeah. <laughs> Just health. Good. Good answer. Um, what, pe- what piece of culture or trend has died out, but you'd like to see it make a comeback? Capes. We've had this discussion. Oh, yeah, the cape. The cape. <laughs> it went out of fashion a long time ago. Tudor times, weren't it? Or something Not like Tudor times. Uh, people used to wear capes, I think, in the early 1900s. <laughs> I still think you've just got to start wearing capes and I, again. And I wish, I wish it was socially acceptable to wear a fucking cape. Because <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would own the fucking cape wearing thing. The cape, yeah. I would have girl. the best fucking capes. <laughs> Um, do you chew on your pens and pencils no 
What animal are you surprised isn't exist yet? Extinct yet, as you can say. What animal I'm surprised isn't extinct yet? Yeah. Human race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, the rhino. Mm. The rhino. Um, what's your least favourite movie? Hmm. I don't know, because if I didn't like it, I probably don't even remember it. Because my brain would like blip that out. So actually, I probably couldn't tell you. I can't like right off the top of my head. Someone said, what's the worst movie you ever watched? No idea, because I probably just blanked it out. Um, what do you really wish you knew when you were younger? Uh, huh. The, um, this is really hard. What do I wish I knew when I was younger? Uh, I really don't know, dude. Wayne's flagging now. We are getting up to no, the, the really, 80s in. I really don't know. Something about life that you I was just a fucking brainy know. kid, you know? <laughs> Something that you now know in older age that you think, oh, that would have been useful to know back then. Um, I t- Actually, no, I'll tell you what. Um, networking skills. Mm. And just being more out there I think mm-hmm. um, that was a bit of a shit answer I'm sorry <laughs> it was <laughs> uh, you wanted to be some little kid networking around a school with your business cards or... <laughs> <laughs> that would have made you real cool Wayne oh, that would have stopped the bullies no <laughs> that's not what I meant you fucker <laughs> um, can you hold your breath without holding your nose Yes. I can hold my breath for quite long, actually. I, I should have known that, really. Two, two to three Hoff. minutes, Wim Hof method. There we go. Um, what do you wish you had more time for? Um, what do I wish I had more time for? Do you know what? I wish I actually, uh, I wish I had more time. And this is such a guy thing to say, a teenage guy thing to say. But I wish I had more time to play some freaking video games. Mm. Just so I can just enjoy it. I don't play video games, so I get addicted too quickly, so I have to just avoid it, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't have that addictive personality, so I don't have to worry about that too much. (laughs) Um, What is the nickname that your friends have given you, either presently or in the past, and what does it mean? I don't think I have any nicknames, but a lot of people call me Jamal. Jamal? Jamal, yeah. Why Jamal? I don't know, like Jamal, because in Turkish there's like Jamal or... My dad used to call me Jamal. So it's kind of like they add extra bits onto my name. That's about it, really. No nicknames. Or Turk. People call me Turk. Oh, yeah. No, people do call you Turk. Turk or Turkish. That's quite obvious. Yeah. That's it. Why? Um, some what, people call you some other things as well, but only behind your back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most unpleasant sounding word? The most unpleasant, unpleasant sounding word. I've got a couple of words that I don't, I don't know if they're necessarily unpleasant, but I'm always like, oh, I hate the sound of that Put word. Put there. Cake. Cake. I hate the sound of the word cake. Okay. Um, and Someone I, who loves cake, that's quite... I know, right? And I also really don't like the sound of the word kiss. 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 Kiss and cake. They're I know, two apparently... Words. Good things, but yeah, exactly. the sound of the word, I'm just like, just I'm like, oh no. Hmm. Fair enough. Some people have things like moist, which I can understand. Squelch. But 
Oh, that's a good one. No, I kind of like the sound squelch. of the word squelch. It's a bit like squelch. You can, oh, yeah, no, I like the sound of that. Mm, fair enough. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. <laughs> um, what do you do when you get angry? Go to the gym or punch something. <laughs> that's why I got a punch bag in my office. Oh, that makes that makes sense. Um, what word do you often try to drop drop in conversation to make yourself sound cleverer? Uh, so it's one that I'm really bad at dropping. Every time I hear the word, I'm like, I need to use that word more, which is ergo. Ergo. As in, therefore. I've never heard of that. It's because it's a super intelligent word, Jim. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, you never use it on me. You know, it would just go straight over. It'd be wasted on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, I'm sorry. I answered that question, didn't I? I yes, like, you did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, are you afraid of heights? Um, not particularly, but I definitely get that wobbly feeling when I'm high and I look down. I'm, you know, when you kind of feel like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Or if you like look up at a building that's really high and it makes you a little bit like off balance. But I'm not really like afraid of heights. Um, what's the most rage inducing thing you've ever had to make or put together? Rage inducing thing. So something that you've had to create, whether it's like the IKEA furniture or. Oh, I see. Um, the most like meticulous little details and you're like Ugh. oh I had to put up uh, yeah I had to put together a uh, it was when I first moved out and I moved in to uh, my best mate back home in Birmingham his house I bought I think my mum and dad had bought me a computer desk and it was glass and and but but it was a really poorly made like it was not no offence to my parents but it was like not a premium desk it was like from asda um and i basically had to bend things this is a metal and glass <laughs> desk and i had basically had to bend things into position because they hadn't it hadn't been designed very well and that was infuriating um have you ever used a gun yes yeah go on explain um so my uncle in turkey is a police officer which means he literally can carry a gun around everywhere and then when I went to this said village that I did a shit in, <laughs> it wasn't after I shot the gun. Um, but yeah, so he had the gun with him uh-huh. and then we were just like shooting cans in the forest and it was... That's kind of cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like you got a lot of power when you have a gun in your hand. Yeah. But I was pretty good. Um, what would be the, scare- the scariest text message to wake up to? We need to talk. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, here's an interesting one is there a profession you picture I'm not going to say future spouse but uh, is there a profession you picture your girlfriend doing writer for sure it will happen it's inevitable Um, when you were a kid what movie did you watch over and over again Return of the Jedi I wore that cassette tape out (laughs) out um have you ever won a contest um yes i remember back in the day when i was younger at school you know we used our library used to come in like to help make people get like motivated to go into the local library and they did like a drawing competition and i think i drew like a vincent van gogh thing out of like color pencils or something Mm -hmm. and um my mate mum handed it in for me and I was like, oh, because my mum was like, no, nah, I'm not bothering with that. And I gave it to my mate's mum to hand in with his competition entrance. And then I won some like, like some game, a bloody game, but and like a 
ten pound voucher to like W H Smiths, and I was so chuffed. Mm-hmm. And I went W H Smiths. I was buying all these coloring pens. So that's the thing I can remember winning. I was like, wow, that was like my first big win. When you're like, that would never happen to me. Uh huh. But it meant a lot. Um, what could you talk about all day? Easy. Star Wars. Yeah. Or all freaking mm-hmm. day. Yeah. All freaking day. Um. <laughs> Sorry. My, ne- my next one's great. Sorry. Uh, 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 <coughs> what's your favourite childhood memory? Um, probably like either like playing football against someone's bush. Um, Excuse me. In the, in, <laughs> in the street, like you used to use someone's front, oh, okay. front garden who's got like a massive like hedge bush and you used to make that the goal. Or probably like chasing after the ice cream van or something like that. Yeah. They're quite good memories. Um, <laughs> what would your warning label say if every person was required to have one? <laughs> uh, um, I'm trying to think of the exact wording of it, but it would be uh, something like uh, something about me being overly passionate. Okay. Um or, um, uh, you know, like when you got risk, risk do of not, death, do not induce passion. Well, I was thinking, you know, when you got to see like risk of death signs, yeah, yeah. it'd be like risk of rent. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. Think that'd be my warning sign. Okay. Risk of rent. Risk of rent. High risk of rent. Do not touch. Um, cool. Um, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? I think I fall into both because there's times where i need to be introverted and then there's other times where people are oh my god you're so like out there you don't mind chatting to people so but then i have the 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 sort of thing of introverts where you have to go recharge Mm -hmm. so i can be extrovert when i need to be but also i need the recharging time so probably somewhere in between um what's the funniest thing you've seen a relative do a relative do Funniest thing I've seen a relative do. <laughs> no, this is a great one. <laughs> this is my little sister. This is when she was really young. This is one of our favourite stories. My my little sister was a clumsy... She's still clumsy as hell, bless her. Love her to bits. But uh, <laughs> we were coming out of Asda, right? <laughs> it's so good. I, I could still... Vividly, I was only like 10, maybe younger... <laughs> And we were coming out of Asda, and you know they've got the trolley bays mm. where they've got the purse bays. <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking out of Asda, we're walking towards the car. <laughs> My little sister's in her own little world. <laughs> she walks into the trolley bay, and we go, bye, Jessica. And she turns around, a complete shock on her face, and then she walks straight into the purse bay. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. Oh, I love that girl. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, it's me. Um, uh, no, I can't ask you that one. Uh, okay. <coughs> slightly, slightly irrelevant now. So in the past, uh, what would you dip a chicken nugget in? Uh, suppose you can have a vegan chicken nugget. What would you dip that in? Um, at the moment, I am massively like addicted to brown sauce, no. which is so weird. But I love putting brown sauce on pretty much everything at the brown moment. Brown sauce is not right, man. But I have a chili sauce or brown sauce. What's the dumbest thing you've done in the last twenty-four hours? 
Dumbest thing I've done in the last 24 hours. Um, what is the dumbest thing I've done in the last 24 hours? I don't, to be honest, it was quite a sensible 24 hours. Uh, so I think probably the dumbest thing was I did have a cheeky, cheeky fag yesterday. Ooh. That uh, that's dumb. probably the dumbest thing I've done. Cheeky. Yeah. So that was quite considering that's just going to let you know, Wayne, we are on the final five. Final five. Okay. I feel like I might have asked my best ones anyway now. Okay. Um, have you ever been a Boy Scout? Um, <laughs> this is really funny, actually. I became a Scout at the fine age of about 28. So last year I started volunteering with the Scouts. Like helping, like going and running, like all the activities, and then after so long, I think I did like a year or so volu- uh, voluntary, and then they do that thing where they, wherever it is, where you have to hold the flags and you put your hand and you have to you say the scout scouts, promise. Scouts promise. So I did that, so I'm officially a scout, I guess. But yeah, pretty late in life. <laughs> um, if you had to choose your spouse based on just one question, what would you ask? Of one question. And he was like, okay, this will clear up whether I feel like we could work. Apple or Android? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's probably pretty high up there. Um, God, that's really hard. Go on, Wayne. Um, Do you think I'm sexy? Do you like my sexy body? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, you know. I really don't know. I guess it's based on something you value in a girl and whether she would answer. Yeah, right. But like, like, given my answer earlier where it's like, what what makes you, what's the most attractive thing you find in a girl? And it's like telling me to shut the fuck up. It's like, yeah. I'm going to be like, would you tell me to shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> you got to see if she says it with enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm go- I- blanking out. Yeah. I am. Mm. That's a tough one. I guess That's you'd, really hard. you'd probably throw like one of your like random stats at her and she'd be like, shut the fuck up. And you'd be like, that would It'd be probably good. be some really deep philosophical question of some kind. Mm. Cool. But I couldn't tell you what that question is. Do, okay. Do you cry and throw a fit until you get your own way? Never. Have you never done that? Never. Never? Never. Even my dad said to me, he's like, Jem, you were like the good, the most quiet, well-behaved kid I could ever imagine. Like, you just never... Clearly doesn't know the real you. Exactly. As I said, we're working on getting <laughs> no, closer. You, no, it's because you're a sly motherfucker. That's yeah, why exactly. You always get your own way anyway. Yeah. No, I've, I've never, ever, ever, ever done that. That's ever. quite impressive, dude. Um, would you Would you prefer to lose your hands or feet? <sighs> I feel feet. Feet. Because I feel like you can stick something on to replace your feet a lot easier. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm trying to take this you question know, seriously. Yeah, you really did to say we're at the end. Because you can't really, it's much harder to replace your hands, yeah. I think, than your feet. <laughs> well, they can re- after you lose your hands, they can replace your hands with your feet. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> okay, I'm going to change this question slightly to what's written on here. So, what would you say your relationship with your girlfriend has taught you the most? Um, I would say it's taught me to find somebody else that you care about almost as much or more than yourself. And then you'll have a good life because there's so much happiness to have in giving 
to other people. It's quite deep, isn't it? That's good. Like How many that. questions you got left? Not many. About three more. Three more. Okay, Wayne. That means I've got two more because I did the first one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, two more. If this was the last podcast episode we ever did, what would you like to be as your final words to listeners in terms of like, oh, advice? Oh, dude. Okay. Um, so this was you like signing off to give listeners something. I'd obviously like to say thank you to everyone that has been through the whole journey with us really i think we've grown a hell of a lot from having done this podcast and i think our journeys have gone through some amazing and equally not so amazing times and to have managed to kind of share that because the whole point of the podcast was to kind of go this is our journey we're bringing you along for the ride and kind of telling you what we've learned along the way and um to be able to share that with people is lovely and my big thing would to be just to say don't fucking give yourself any excuse if you want something just go fucking get it nice that's a good question man um what's your biggest regret in life so far biggest regret Ooh, I don't really like to have regrets. I, I know, know people... you don't, which is why I'm asking you. I know. Um, yeah, I think I, I regret not being myself as much at that sort of like teenage age. Where I you feel can... like most people do, do though, do yeah, yeah, but that's the only regret is that you just, we weren't, you weren't enough like yourself. You were trying to be something else or you were trying to hide something or you were not being open. But again, people do that as, like you say, protecting themselves, not knowing whether that's the right way to behave. And so... That'd be the only regret, but then it's not, it's a good regret because then it shows that you've matured and you've grown from that. So Mm -hmm. that's the only one I'd say. Um, Do you think we'll make it to episode 300? So another two years. Yeah. I think we could. Fair enough. I think we could. This is my last question. Your last question, Wayne. It's my last question. Make it a good one. And this is not on my list. This is just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. Why are we friends? Why are we friends? I think... Why are we such good mates? I think, number one, we're comfortable enough to be open with each other, which always makes a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're both excited and excite each other about similar things that we have. Like, we've just got similar ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, when I'm with you, I, I'm motivated when you, I say an idea, you'll question it about the same time it motivates me. Or if we both have something we're excited about i think we hype each other up mm-hmm. proximity <laughs> yeah. is definitely one uh-huh. um experiences i think any any friend that you've gone through something like a life stage obviously we did university together it's such mm-hmm. a sort of like flashbulb memory of time so definitely that and um i think ultimately you're a good person so oh. if people are good people and have good intentions then I think you connect with people. And mm. so, and that, yeah, you have to be open with someone. To get close with someone, you have to be open. I yeah, think definitely. that's what you are. So that's what I'd say. Nice last question there, Wayne. Thanks. Quite deep. Um, my one is not as challenging. <laughs> <laughs> um, what question that we've asked each other would you like to ask listeners if they were to reply back to us? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, fuckers. Um, so all the questions we've had today, which one stands oh, out? Oh, one of the questions from today. Just from these 200 that we've done together, 
if you could ask any of those to our listeners for them to reply and let us know their thoughts which one i actually think um one of the questions i've just asked you like one of the last few which is what's your biggest regret because i think knowing really thinking on your biggest regret really does help you to kind of put in to motion what you really want it's a good signpost for what actually you really really want um but some people i think they have the regrets but they don't really think and meditate on it they just kind of go oh yeah i regret that and then kind of go do the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. so yeah i'd ask what's your biggest regret and also remember that you probably got oh phone call (laughs) (laughs) just a random phone call there whoops um yeah and i think there's also on that on the point about regret is just remember that you're probably quite young still and like wayne says until you turn that regret into something that you're actually gonna change and not bring forward then you've got so much more time left to actually go and do something about it so Mm. remember that too yeah so we've made it the marathon of questions 200 i have a headache now dude i do feel kind of depleted towards that last 30 i was like oh my god this is tiring and i'm busting for the toilet this is nearly three hours of podcast i think this is definitely going to be a two-parter at least has to be not even a three-parter yeah um so yeah um i hope you enjoyed that it was very different to what we'd normally do uh we're thinking we're going to change things up a little bit with the podcast going forward I think we're going to experiment with a few things. We like to use these milestones as kind of an opportunity to shake things up a little bit. Um, so we're, we've got plans on how we're going to play with the next 100 episodes and see what happens See what happens there. Thank uh, you if you've made it all the way through all these 200 questions. Yeah. I also think, like, sometimes think about all these questions because there's a lot in there that actually could probably actually open up a lot more, like... Um, Will bring you close to other people around you sometimes mm. like looking at the questions online like these are questions to ask someone you are thinking about getting a, into a relationship with these are what you should ask your good friend i think sometimes it's good to ask those deeper questions because it will pull out of you and the other person like things maybe you didn't know and it brings you just slightly closer together so yeah there might be something in there you're like you know what i might just ask my friend just to see what his opinion is on that mm. and it opens up more conversations yeah uh, so I'm not going to ask anything of you because we've already asked far too much of you to listen to 200 questions between the two of us. Um, so all I'm going to say is uh, thank you very much for sticking with us and uh, we shall catch you next time. See you later. See you later.